Hello and welcome to Magic Mike's. We live in New York, but we're just here to pick up our stuff. This is episode 9, Step Up to the Streets from 2008. I'm Joey Lewandowski. I'm Joe Too, and get ready to write some erotic fan fiction. It's time for Magic Mike's. <laughs> Ooh, I like that. It was appropriate. back on our, our roots. But it's appropriate because, you know, we're going to have a special guest on today. Yeah. Liam yeah. Underwood from Nerd on Nerd. Yes, of the Nerd on Nerd. Yep. Yeah. Shout out Nerd on Nerd. And he joined us the first time on Zach Attack for the prequel to the best erotic fanfiction I've ever read. So Yeah, absolutely. So I don't know if any of you listening to this podcast also listen to Too Fast, Too Forever, but we flipped the script on that podcast in terms of the format, in terms of the arrangement, in terms of the structure of it. And we loved it. And we loved it. And we're doing a little bit of the same thing here. Uh, so Liam is not here yet. We have told him to wait in the green room. Just because we thought that it's like it's kind of boring for the host to hear the email segment of the show. The guest, you mean, not the host. Yeah, the guest. Well, I the, mean... The host, we love your emails. Yeah. Please email us. Imagine But I'm saying, like, you know, sometimes we made the guests sit there through the emails and, like, what... Yep. They, they're, like, kind of like, what the fuck am I supposed to say about this email? Like, it's not to yeah. me and stuff like... Yeah, so we were like, how about we just put them at the top? Yep. So that way you can just skip the rest of the episode and hear what we said about what you said. Yeah. And then they don't have to listen to them either. So what we're going to do is, aside from this little intro here... We're going to do Mailbag, then we're going to do Tatum Tots, then we're going to take a quick break. We're going to bring Liam in and do the rec- the rest of the episode just like mm-hmm. normally would. Exactly. So it's going to be great. And then we'll do the games Always at the end still around. like we yep. normally do. So, yep. So the first segment, as it's going to be forever, email. Also, email us if you like this segment, if you don't, or if you like this order, if you don't like this order, whatever. MagicMikes at CageClub.me. Our first segment is Mailbag. Yes. We have five emails. Damn. Okay, that's pretty. That's solid. That's more than I was hoping for. So we have four from Montez. Okay. Who did a very big catch-up in the last two weeks. Cool. And we also have one from a friend who I cannot name. He says, just call me Deep Throat. Deep Throat. Because okay. he's on some... So here, here's the, a little bit of a backstory to this. He's on some, like, Broadway show survey or some, like, some kind of mailing list for Broadway. And he got an email that was like, we want to get your opinion on whether or not you'd want to see a Magic Mike show, like the strip show or whatever, or like a, some version of like what he's doing in London in New York City. Interesting. And so they emailed this to him. It said, if you complete this, please do not share this information. I was like, oh, we'll just share it and don't complete it. I'm not sure if he completed it or not, but Deep Throat, our you know, confidential informant you, on the can inside. Can you say who it really is for me and just beep it? Who is it? Sure. It's, it's uh, my friend... Okay. He emailed me screenshots of the entire survey. Oh, okay. I want to hear them. So a lot of this, we're going to go through it just to sort of get a sense of what they were asking people. It's, it's just screenshots. Like, we can't actually submit anything. We can't, you know, Yeah, we're not influencing it. this. So. Yes. Yeah. Okay. First question. Have you seen the movie Magic Mike starring Channing Tatum? Yes or no? No. Okay. Okay. If you have seen the movie Magic Mike, how did you enjoy it on a scale of 1 to 10? 1 being not at all and 10 being very much. Interesting. Have you seen the sequel, Magic Mike XXL, yes or no? Okay. And then here's two short answer surveys that I would like you to answer, okay? You want me to answer? What about a new musical based on the movie Magic Mike most appeals to you? Channing Tatum and nothing else. And what about it least appeals to you? It being a musical. Perfect. How like, this is question 13, how like, the first seven were like demographics. So okay, some of yeah, those. Yeah. So 13. How likely are you to purchase tickets to see Magic Mike on Broadway? Not at all likely, not so likely, likely, very likely. Likely because I know that we could go and cover it for the show. Perfect. I like that. Yeah. Below are six different, oh boy, these, this is this is where it's going to get good, I think. Okay. The slider, okay, so it says, below are six different summaries for Magic Mike on Broadway. Please read each one carefully and indicate 
on a scale of 1 to 10, how much each description influences your interest in seeing the show. Okay. So if it doesn't at all, give it a 1. If it does, like, if you're like that, I'm sold 10. Okay. Okay. From Brian Yorkie and Tom Kitt, the Pulitzer Prize winning composers of Next to Normal, which I've never heard of. Have you heard of that? Never, ever. Okay. Comes Magic Mike on Broadway, the highly anticipated musical prequel, ooh, prequel, to the beloved film franchise, features direction by Trip Cullman of Lobby Hero, another thing I don't know. No idea. A book by Roberto Aguirre Sacasa, oh, he wrote for Riverdale, I've heard of that. Okay. And choreography by Camille A. Brown, Once on This Island. Don't know that. Nope. Brought to life by a company of Broadway's most gifted singers and dancers, Magic Mike promises to be the theatrical event of the season. Now, I'm going to guess. I have a number in mind what I think you're going to say. Good. What, on a scale of 1 to 10, how, how much does that influence you to wanting to see this? Two. I was going to say two. Because yeah. <laughs> it has nothing to do with Channing. It's all shit that we don't know. It's, it's all like, this is who the composer and fucking choreographer is. Like, yep. I don't know any of those people, so two. Next one. Second one. The blockbuster movie that made millions swoon is getting a prequel live on stage. From a producing team led by the film's director, Steven Soderbergh, ooh, oh. and star Channing Tatum, ooh, comes Magic Mike on Broadway. Get up close and personal with Dallas, Tarzan, Richie, and all your favorite beefcakes, <laughs> uh, we mean male entertainers, in the thrillingly theatrical story of how Mike first got his mojo. Uh, that's I have a number in mind. That's a, That's about... Seven and a half, eight. That's about an eight. I was going to say in that seven to eight range because yep. you don't know those people yet. If you do, I think they'd be a little bit higher. But man, that's compared to the first one, that is leaps right and bounds better. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Number three. Struggling college football player Mike Lane has a whole lot of heart and no real direction. When an ad looking for male exotic dancers leads him into an unconventional but exhilarating new profession, Mike must decide whether to play the role the world expects of him or the one that makes him truly feel alive. A rollicking stage prequel to the beloved film, Magic Mike is a joyous new musical about finding your passion and yourself. I've got a number in mind. That one's about a five. Well, I was going to say three to four. I think like it's it's sort of generic, but I do like the backstory that they give him. Yeah, the, I did too. That's uh, struggling what I was saying. Player. Yep. Yeah. Number four. Magic Mike is dominating a new kind of stage with the... Oh, I love this already. (laughs) With the most electrifying dancing Broadway has ever seen. Choreographed by the award-winning Camille A. Brown, once on this island... Oh, also, Jesus Christ Superstar live in concert. Heard of that one. Yeah. This mesmerizing new musical tells the story of Mike Lane, a gorgeous male stripper with all the right moves. Featuring a flawless company of mind-bendingly talented dancers, Magic Mike is an astonishingly sexy celebration of movement at its most masterful. Celebration of movement. I've got a number in my... This, I feel like, of the four so far, this could go... Like, I have, like, a wide range, and I have a sort of specific range. I'm gonna go six for this one. I like it, but it's not, like... It's not boner-inducing. You know what I mean? Like, you have to drop a Channing in there for me to at least, like... You know, they're, like... They're beating around the bush that Channing's not gonna be in it. Like, he needs to be in the forefront of why you're selling yeah. this to me. For yeah. me. But that's yeah. Me. I was gonna say there's like between like a six and a ten because there's no Channing, but the words they used are it's it's all the right words. It it's is just not with our guy. It is exactly. I was gonna if I had to guess a number like more specific, I would say seven or eight. So a little bit higher than what you went with, but I think it's pretty good. Okay, two more. Okay, strip away your inhibitions and start practicing your wolf whistle. Magic oh. Mike is coming to Broadway with an outrageously irreverent new score 
and choreography that would make Channing Tatum blush. Oh. All performed by the very best, very barest bodies in the biz. Oh. It's the steamy, sweaty, ultra-sexy <laughs> new musical we all deserve and the hottest party on Broadway. Nine. Nine. That's that's yeah. incredible. Yep. That one was... Yep. They, that hit all the right notes for me. Yep. So that was perfect. <laughs> this sultry, steamy, sexy, <laughs> just everything. Lots of alliteration, which I love. Okay. Last one. Okay. I don't know how it's going to top that one, but last one. Okay. Magic Mike is coming to Broadway. An eye-popping, jaw-dropping prequel to the hit films, this one-of-a-kind stage experience tells the story of Mike Lane, a down-and-out college student who makes a name for himself in the intoxicating world of male exotic dancing. Brought to life by a first-rate creative team, including the Pulitzer Prize-winning composers of Next to Normal, Magic Mike is part classic musical comedy, part riotously raunchy dance spectacular, and 100% fun 100% of the time. Yeah. That's about six. Wow, that's a lot higher than I thought you were gonna give it. Yeah, that's, it's no, all they about... had they had some they had some good buzzwords in it. Okay, so I liked I, I liked the use of buzzwords. I liked that they were focusing on it, but like try to sell me on the Pulitzer Prize again, and I don't know what the fuck. Yeah, like that doesn't matter to me. So and then the rest of the questions on this survey are just like how likely are you to buy tickets to these other shows that are coming up, and uh, mm. just not at all likely for most of them. Yeah, is what I'm gonna say. Lame. But thank you, Deep Throat, for sending that in because those write-ups were incredible. Yeah, those were great. I really appreciate that email. Wow, that was a lot of fun. Which of those six write-ups did you like? I'm hoping and I'm assuming anybody listening to this probably likes the one that we liked because the one you liked the best. I also agreed. Number five. Yeah. Email us magicmikesatcageclub.me. Let us know what you think were the best. Are you going to go see it? Best one. Do you want to join oh, us? Go see it? Yeah. If, if it comes out, you want out, us you wanna, to go see it. Do you want to come? You want to come out? Do you want to hear us go? Do you want to join us? I mean, there's so many options here. Send us an email. Tell us you want to yeah. come along. We'll join you, yeah. and we can sit next to each other in a row and high five when we see not Channing mm-hmm. Tatum strip. So yeah. yeah, perfect. Four emails from Montez Jess Collins, aka Jess Montez. Okay. First email. Step up. Perfect for the episode that we're talking about today. Yeah. I'm loving all these different intros, especially the sad, somber opening with Whitney. <laughs> yeah, that was a good one. Yeah, because Jenna left him, man. It sucks. Do we look like we own tights? She puts in quotes because that was the uh, opening for that episode. However, she says in all capital letters, I like how you could potentially have a tagline from each movie that is different for every segment. I know I'm behind, but I'm just throwing that out there. Which I'm not going to do a different one for every segment, but we have been doing a different one for each movie, which I like. I, I do too. I, I like mixing it up. You you surprise me with them. They make me chuckle, so I'm happy. So now she writes on the fire-ass titles. So I asked her, I think it must be to either Boyfriend Material or Zack Attack or Family, how she does these. But I think what she basically told me is she just writes them down, all of them, and then highlights the ones that she likes the best. Okay. And then I was like, because remember when she used to do those, I was like, we don't know what this means. We don't know what highlighting means. We don't know what like, exactly. the list is, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She then wrote in another email, I think maybe it's a boyfriend material. She's like, oh, I remember the days where I used to rank all these back when I had more time or whatever. But So she's just highlighting the ones. Her two favorites from Step Up were The Janitor okay, and Community Service Theater. Okay, nice. I don't know who said those. I don't know either. I have a feeling like the janitor was mine. Just sounds like one that I would have said, so. She says, both are so generic and deal with the movie pretty well. Yeah. The only other the only other note from this email of, of note in the fire titles, aside from like listing all over different ones, she says, I couldn't understand this one, but Joey started with fuck something something something, and Joe too laughed a lot, which I don't remember at all, but sounds great. Sounds delightful. Yeah, I'm sorry. I, man, okay. Wish okay. we could help. Oh, so here, here we go. 
a guide to recognizing your saints. Oh ragazzi! Ragazzi! Uh, she says, I fucking loved this intro. And also, Jotu's openers are getting better as you go on. So, okay, you go. good. Uh, I'm going to go through the, all the fire sales for this one because she ranks the top three. Okay. Uh, but I just, we, just, we just love this movie so much. We love this episode so much. Ragazzi. I hope she likes my intro for today, but... Who knows? We'll see. So here are the different uh, fire sales we had for uh, God to Recognize Your Saints. Fuck Asteroids, which I think was mine. Okay. Bruises. Hot. <laughs> Kids 2. Coney Island. Is Mike real? Either Wonderlust or Wanderlust. She wasn't sure and I don't remember. Okay. Home Again. The Return. Queens. Street Cage. The Princes of Queens. Oh. A Trip to Rikers. Who I Was. Childhood. Battered. Battered was fucking incredible. That was, that was, yeah, okay. So I think between the time she sent the last email and she sent this email, I had asked her, like, I don't know what these mean. So she writes at the bottom, thanks for reminding me that I used to take the time to rank my top five for okay. you guys. Oh, how far I have fallen. But in this email, she ranks her top three. Number three from resident historian Mike Manzi, bruises. Bruises. I like it. Number two from you, battered. <laughs> yeah, that was, dude, that, that was like my peak moment. I, I don't think I could come up with a better better fire-ass title game to yeah. please myself than Battered yeah. about yeah. a guy to recognize your saints. So, okay. Mm-hmm. And her number one from me, you even commented on when I when I said it out loud when I, when I was recounting them here, The Princes of Queens. That one's just perfect because I'm a big pun fan and I like yeah. spinning other pop culture into it. You know that. Like, I like to recycle movie titles of other movies. So, yeah, yeah that was, it was great. I, I agree. Okay. Battle in Seattle. Oh, she sent this to Magic Mike's and Watch at CagesClub.me. Oh, what is Watch? The Throne. Oh, yeah. to both. Magic Mike's specific, these tit and tot segments are becoming a thing for me. Listening to you guys gab about celebrity gossip like a bunch of jobless housewives <laughs> is so wonderful. <laughs> well, I'm glad you like it. I, I enjoy it, too. It's just fun to... Yeah. I'm glad that we had, we had the foresight to start checking the news about them. Although yeah. the Channing ones are fucking depressing now, so... They really are. Yeah. She says, also, Mike's guess for She's the Man reminded me of the plotline for just one of the guys from 1985. Okay. He, I think that was the... Oh, that was the one where he was... Or she was, like, a journalism student who, like, went to the other one or whatever, so... Okay. Yeah. Uh, she lists them all, and the one that she liked the most from resident historian Mike Manzi, W.T. No. <laughs> Instead of W.T.O., W.T. No. I like it. Okay. Yeah. Last email, she says, She's the man, and I'm all caught up. And then in all capital letters, send me some stickers. Oh, well, we, I have stacks of them, and Joey has even more stacks of them. I have a box of them, So yeah. you could definitely get some Magic Mike stickers, yes. She says, I'm a huge Shakespeare fan. The Twelfth Night situation has been done in a lot of movies. Okay. She says, well-played gentleman and lady. Talking to Melissa Lynham, friend of the show, Melissa Lynham. So here are her top three. Number three from me, Under Wraps. Oh. Number two from you, A League of His Own. <laughs> Thank you. And number one from me, of course, because it was my shining moment in Fire Ass Idols, Gender Bend It Like Beckham. Yeah, that one was, that that was hard to follow. And you dropped it really early, too, I remember. And yep. I was like, oh, fuck. Like, we can't come back from that. You should have saved it. Yep. Yeah. So that's it. That's all the uh, emails you got. Email us, magicmikes at cageclub.me. Thanks, Jess. Now with a new order. Thanks, Deep Throat. Uh, you'll hear them at the top of the show. Thank you, Jess Montez. Yes. I appreciate it. Okay, I've got two Tatum Tots. I don't know if you have Tatum Tots. I have two here. Um, I, I, I can kind of have some. The first one I have, this is from a couple weeks ago. Go ahead. Chris Pine Ooh. went on a bike date with Channing Tatum. Like with girls or together? No, I think just together. Okay, so you're According just like, to Washington yeah. Post, 
The pair was spotted sipping beverages outside La Colombe Coffee. Pine reportedly wore, quote, bike shorts, a ball cap, and sunglasses, proving he isn't always wearing overalls in his free time, which apparently he is. Who knew? As for what Tatum is doing in DC, the Post theorized he could be making a cameo in Wonder Woman 1984. Ooh, Ooh that would be cool. That'd be really cool. Or he cool. could just be visiting his good pal in the city. But let's be real, who goes to DC by choice during the hottest days oh, of the year? Truth. So there's all these different articles about them riding bikes together, but no pictures. So yeah, that's a bummer. That is a bummer. I have one that's not uh, Jenna Dewan news, and that is, I'm sure you've seen it, but Channing Tatum's, we've been tracking this, Smallfoot, the, yep. the Yeti movie, the trailer came out for it. And as yep, you guys I've, know, yep. I'm excited that the trailer came out, but Joey got me aboard the train, yep. and I don't watch trailers anymore. So I will definitely be going to see Smallfoot, yep. but I don't need to see the trailer for it. Yeah, that was like my little goodness of his news. That was the only. That was the other one that I had that the trailer was out. But the, all the other news is just about how uh, we can talk about it. Uh, we were saving it. We, well, we talked about it a little bit before the episode started. Jenna Dewan though was on the cover of Women's Health yeah. recently, fully nude but covered, tasteful. Yeah, looking. It kind of looked like the Sports Illustrated, like the the body issue yep. type situation. Yep. Didn't you tell me something interesting? Like Channing just like liked all the pictures on Instagram or something. She put the cover on Instagram and he liked it. So oh, it's like, God. come on, man, come on, man, bro. Like, but you know what? Like when a relationship ends, it, it's like it's rough, right? But to have a relationship end and then your ex like haunt you on the newsstand on the cover of Women's Health Naked is next level. So. I could get his his hurt. Yeah, and also, I mean, like, he's still in her life because they still, you know, co-parent Everly, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, I don't know. But I'm saying, like, can you imagine if you're like, oh, man, like, I'm just going to wake up today, go get a newspaper, have a good day, and then you're just like, your ex-wife is just, like, on the cover of the magazine nude, and everybody's like, damn! And you're, yep. Oh, rough. <laughs> like, So that was that. Yeah, that was that. Yeah, if you have any Tatum Tots that we missed, email us, magicmike. Yeah, actually, that's we a good one, too. On the, if you want to talk, yeah. talk Tatum Tots in, there's something that you saw that you want to hear our take on or you just want us to shut up send us an email cool uh, but that's all i got same we are going to take a quick break we will bring liam into the fold and we will be back to talk about step up to the streets awesome welcome back to magic mike's so hide your nudes in the System 32 folder from your mom. <laughs> it's time for Magic Mike's. I had a friend, not a friend, but you know you know how you say sometimes stories? We might have even talked about this on one of our podcasts. Go ahead. But you're like, a kid I went to school with or whatever that yeah. you talked to like a few times, but you just call him my friend because yeah. it's easier. But then there's this whole explanation like doesn't really... I had a friend in that regard who named all of his nude pictures Fighter Jets. Like, specific fighter jet, <laughs> like, names and numbers and everything like that, so that, like, his mom ostensibly would never be like, oh, Raptor F1, blah, 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 oh, my God, it's a naked woman. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, so that was, uh, I remember, I still, like, this was probably 15 years ago, maybe more, and I still remember that in my brain, because I was like, that seems like so much work for each picture. Yeah, and then how do you know what the picture... Uh, uh, confusing. I'm sure, I'm sure, you know... And if you just this is back in thumbnails, it's just going to be... <laughs> You sort yeah yeah who knows okay hey man th- i don't know things we went through but we are back here on magic mike step up to the streets we are joined now we mentioned it earlier we teased it earlier by the co-host of the nerd on nerd podcast 
our friend from the Zack Attack podcast. You heard him on the Sharpay's Fabulous Adventure episode. Oh, Joe, we've got to tell Matt to listen to this episode because Matt likes Liam he loves way Liam. more than he likes us. He thinks he's way It's Liam Underwood. Us, so. Hello, Liam. Hey, hey, everyone. How's it going? Good. Did we tell you that we, Joe and I and his friend Matt, our friend Matt, I met him through Joe. Yeah. Joe and Matt came down here to go to a couple breweries, and while we were driving around, we forced Matt, who was in the backseat of my car, to listen to our Sharpay episode. Matt we were not, not funny. Make, we're not funny at all. Did not make a sound when Joe and I said things that made us crack up, but, like, you could not stop him from laughing at what seemed like everything you said. Like, he found such delight in everything you said, and we loved that he was happy, but we were also, like, resentful, like, hey, man, we're funny, too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he was he was so super stoked. I'm very flattered. Is it the accent? Maybe no, no, it wasn't. It was it was really like generally like the shit that you were saying. Like I don't think it was the accent at all. He was like laughing at the content. It was an accent. That's very sweet. Um, bringing it back to porn. Uh, you started this with um, when I was younger I, mem- I have like this very distinct memory of I never used to save porn onto my computer because I had an incident we, we don't need to go into but Ooh. an incident okay. so I used to like print off images and I didn't obviously want to I didn't want to keep the evidence around so I'd rip it up and then flush it down the toilet oh man that's a lot of work done. that's a lot of ink yeah it, it was it was a lot of admin yeah there was oh my god there's so much I was hoping that the end of this story was like one time your toilet stopped flushing and your dad like like found all these like naked pictures just clogging the toilet like what the fuck that would have been so much better oh i love that yeah luckily i i managed to do it sort of with enough space in between each session <laughs> that, that that was never an issue yeah, I always used to struggle, like, growing up with, like, where to put it, if you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. Th- yeah, this is a thing that, like, kids don't have nowadays. That's, this is why this stuff kind of cracks me up. You yeah. know, you just have so much streaming, or just oh, fucking Twitter, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, there's, like, no, Jerking like... Jerking it is way easier than ever right now. Way easier than ever, yeah. and, like, they don't know the struggles that we had. At and the... also, for the record, we had it way easier than, like, people 15 years older than us, you know what I mean? Oh, like, for sure. Back when, like, you hear people talk about how they had to, like, find magazines in the woods, or, like, buy a dumpster. Or yeah. yeah, exactly. Or like the JC Penny catalog or something. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yep, exactly. We definitely had it easier, but it was also like really complex in the like the beginnings of the internet stuff. So in my day, we had to walk 15 miles <laughs> uphill both ways in a blizzard just to jerk off. <laughs> exactly. And speaking of jerking off, a lot of handsome people in this movie, both men and women. Yeah. I mean, uh, we yeah, don't definitely. really have. Wait, can we get yeah. into the beginning though? I want to get a, a general feeler of what everybody thought about this movie. Liam, why don't you go first? You're the guest. But like a little prequel to this liam had said to us when we were like you know planning the episode talking oh boy yeah he had said i just bought all five of these movies (laughs) on dvd on dvd on amazon they're gonna get here we were laughing because i had no idea there was five of them to which he responds i can only imagine as sequels they get better and better as time goes on yeah and that's what i came into and it's so real so go ahead yeah yeah i i was nervous because my misconception, shall we say, of these films before even watching any of them was that they'd all be pretty much awful. Same. I super enjoyed the first one, like, way more than I thought I would. When did you watch it? Uh-huh. Recently or before? Uh, recently, like, in the last okay. week. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And then I watched this one. Like, I was so, I was so pleased with how, like, how much I enjoyed it. I watched this one the day after because I just couldn't wait. Okay. And also enjoyed this one. So now I'm... I haven't watched any more because I didn't want to, like, get myself confused. Right. But I'm so excited to, to watch the third one. You know, in my write-up on cageclub.me, Joe, I wrote, before we knew what we talked about here, I was like, maybe we're going to have to do three through five as bonus episodes, even though Channing's not in them. This is kind of the movie 
I was more so hoping for in the first one, that I totally understand why we had to get, like, Channing's superhero origin story in the first one, so that he can just sort of pass the baton in this one. Yeah, I liked the first one. It was definitely more enjoyable than I thought it was going to be going into it. I had the same preconceptions that Liam did, that, like, I didn't know how I was going to feel about it. And then, like, this one, you know, we were talking about it before, and you were giving me, like, warnings, like, Channing might not be in this one a lot, and stuff like that. But, dude, this one was such a blast for me to watch. Like, I had so much fun watching it. It just, it got rowdier and wackier than the first one, and it's just fun. It was just, like, it seemed like it was just, like, a fun time, so... I really enjoyed this one. I really can't wait to get to Magic Mike XXL, not only because I love that movie, but because, like, if you thought this was rowdy and fun, like, that movie is just <coughs> wonderful. Oh, Liam, have so you seen the Magic Mike movies? I've seen the first one. I haven't seen XXL. Oh, my God. you got to see XXL, because the first one is good. It's a Soderbergh movie about the American dream. It's a good movie. The second one is just... I, I talk about it basically <laughs> on every episode. It's so good. When are we getting there? How much time do we have? Oh, a couple years from now. Okay, cool. He's done so many movies. Perfect. In real lifetime, I think it's only like six or seven years between these two, but it's probably like 24 things between now and then, so we've got a way to go. Okay, makes sense. I think with the first Magic Mike, I just have distinct memories of McConaughey in it. Yes. He's such a good character. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's not in the second one, which sort of sounds disappointing, but frees it up to be just wonderful and amazing. Awesome. Okay. So this movie, Step Up to the Streets, had a budget of $17 million, made really? $150 million. I wrote, I wrote it in my notes. I wish that I wasn't trying so hard to be cool when I was younger, and I wish I would have seen it in theaters. Like, I wish I would have, like, gone and just seen this, because I would have had a blast. Like, I had a blast yeah. watching it today. Maybe I wouldn't have had a blast. Like, I would have just been so, like, angsty and jaded that I wouldn't have liked it. But, dude, this was so much fun. Yeah. I can't believe they ma- I can't believe they made so much money off of it too like what the fuck jeez yeah. there's not really like a cast you know what i'm saying that's why i'm confused because it's right. not like there's like somebody like a star pulling this like we have cassie in it but she's not like really even a main character so it's like what were people going to see this for now liam as a little bit more of an expert and by a little bit i mean you own the dvds uh do you know if three through five were in theaters or if they were straight to dvd i, d- I don't know to be honest i think at least five were straight to dvd okay, like be wrong. step up the first one Oh, ooh, ooh. Okay. So the first one, Step Up, budget $12 million, made total one fourteen. Okay? okay? So huge return on investment. Yeah. Step Up to the Street. So that one came out in 06. This came out like a year and a half later, beginning of 08. Ooh, came out on Valentine's Day 08. That's probably a huge that bonus. Perfect date movie. Yeah, perfect, like, teen date movie. It's yep. target audience. Go ahead. Budget of $17 million, according to what I read. Worldwide gross, one fifty. So a little bit more, but it made another, like, $35 million. So. With no real cast. So Right. Uh, the next one, $30 million, Step up 3D, which, yeah. 3D makes everything better. I wonder... <laughs> Especially dance battles. <laughs> I'm disappointed that the DVD I have isn't in 3D. Oh, damn. That's a, that's a disappointment. Do you have a 3D TV? Uh, I did. I, I upgraded it to an OLED, so I don't anymore. Nice. Ah, so, okay, so the people from this movie are not in the next movie. However, and this is going to make me want to see it, the star of Your Next, have either of you seen Your Next, the horror movie? Yes. No. So the star of that, Sharni Vincent, is the star of Step Up 3D, which makes me very excited to see Step Up 3D. Awesome. I'm in. Step Up 3D, budget of $30 million, made 159 worldwide. So again, in theaters, killing it budget-wise. Is is Moose, the character Moose, in Step Up 3D? Oh, that's a good question. Step up to the streets. Let's see here. I hope Moose becomes like a serious character. Step up to he's in he's step up three D. He's in he's in two through five, Liam. Wow. You're, you're awesome. 
Awesome. Excellent. Uh, I'm so down for these sequels. Yeah. So the fourth one, Step Up Revolution, $33 million budget. <laughs> it's called budget. Revolution? It is. Okay. Uh, this came, oh, actually, hold on, hold, on, hold on. The last one, Step Up 3D, came out August 2010, so about two and a half years later. Okay. okay. This one came out July 2012, so about two years later. $33 million, 140 worldwide gross. Okay. And then Step Up All In, which came out two years after that, August 2014, Production budget not on box office mojo only made eighty six worldwide, including only fourteen in America. So I think by that point people were like, "We're good." But it sounds like first four at least did well. Great. Maybe we have to step up forever. Ooh. Too fast, too forever. But just with step ups over and over again. I would get so tired on lap. Probably two, one. Probably one. Maybe not even two. Maybe one. I know. I agree. I do feel like though that between like these and the Bring It On movies and there's a like the Honey series. Like I think what's I Honey? I think there's the hunt. There's Honey with Jessica Alba, but I think they turned that into a series. Oh. I don't know Without Jessica about Alba, this. okay, I think, or they're different. It's a different honey. I don't know, but I feel like there's a lot of dancing movies. I wrote in my letterbox review, and I know Liam saw it. All I want is a movie with just like a hundred percent dancing and no plot. And I feel like we kind of get there a little bit closer here, but we're still there's still so much plot in this. I'm just like I don't really care. Like it's sort of generic. I don't really care. Just give me dancing. No, give dude, me. The plot was so good in this one. It was so much. It was everything that I wanted from a sequel. Okay. That's it's like the exact same thing but slightly different. It was perfect. It was absolutely perfect. I couldn't. Okay. I couldn't imagine a better script to carry along all this dancing. But that's that's me. I, I I was just like so happy with how cheesy it was. So. Liam, did you like the plot of this, or do you did you like? Do you want more plot, or do you want more dancing? Like, what what's your ideal step up movie? I think with this one, maybe a little more dancing. I like okay. the plot, and I liked that. It did it, need it more sort dancing. Of, um, I agree. I think that this could have been a two-hour yeah. movie, or we could have had like some dancing extended scenes or something. I do like that it's a relatively tight ninety-eight minutes, like an hour thirty-eight. I think, yeah. like it's 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 it, it's breezy. It is. Yeah. Use a Joe two word. Yep. But I think this one sort of took me by surprise with the plot as well because it starts and I was kind of like, oh, I see where this is going, and then it sort of sidesteps, and I was like, oh, this is Side interesting. Steps. I don't know what we're doing now. Ooh. Do we want to go through the movie of like all of our? thoughts and like plot stuff. Uh, I don't know if I can. I, we okay. can. No, I, let, let, let me just put out my highlights. Well, I, I just want to say real quick, connection to the last movie we did, the main dude in this was Amanda Bynes' ex-boyfriend and the soccer goalie from She's the Man. Remember? Oh, that's right. I forgot. He is yep. him. Yes. Yep. That's right. It's a little connection. Yeah, so Joe, why don't you give us your <laughs> highlights of what what did you love most about Step Up to the Streets? First, we figure out that it's in Baltimore, right? Again, still in Baltimore. Still in Baltimore. Yeah. I knew that because they just poached Kima from The Wire and had her be yeah. her aunt. Yes. Mm-hmm. So when I got Kima, I was like, okay. That was just like a great first step to put me on, right? Like, they do like the dance battle type in the subway station. Didn't we have Rhonda Perlman in the first one? Who's that? Remember Ronnie, Rhonda from The the Wire? She was like the DA? Oh, maybe Wasn't we she did. in the first one? Possibly. I don't Hang remember. on, let me check that. Deirdre Lovejoy. Yeah, she was in the first one. She was Nora's mom. Yeah. So we so just got wire characters. One wire person from each movie, yeah. <laughs> I love it. I hope McNulty's in the next one. He's Ooh. like, he's. I hope he's the dance instructor in the next one. Liam, have you watched The Wire? I haven't. I've got the box set downstairs Do waiting it. to be watched. It's, it's, it's way worth it, yeah. I pushed really Joey good. about this for years yep. to watch it. Tell What do you think? It's incredible like it Arguably is it's the diffi- best show it's ever difficult made. like you really have to pay attention all the pieces yeah. matter as they say in the there's show there's lots of slang so if you're not like like i know a lot of people that are english speakers like native slangy english speakers that watch with subtitles because it's like a lot of slang yeah 
but so it's amazing. I would okay. just just lean into just like watch it. It's great. But yeah, you'll also admire all the people that they poach from that show. And dig through season two. Get through it because I think season two is the weakest, and a lot of people like give up around season two. But it gets better. three and four are both fucking incredible. Yeah, they're probably the best. Yeah. Okay. So I just need to stick with it for the first. The first no, one, the first, the first one's season's really good. It's, it's just, just difficult. Yeah. To, the first one's difficult just because it's so itself from the jump, and like Joe's saying, there's a lot of slang yeah. and everything. It's just hard to actually. Everybody, the wire is cool, but everybody has three names in the wire. You have like your hood rat like nickname. You have your government yeah. name, and then the name your mom calls you. So like yep. they'll be talking okay. about someone. It takes you like the full episode to realize they were all talking about the same person. And you're like, oh yep. fuck. Right. Got you. Yeah. Yeah, okay, cool. But it's real. It feels real. That's the whole thing about it. So. But three and four, man, are just so good. We got Hamsterdam. We got the election stuff. Like, Carcetti, it's just so, yeah, so good. It's good. So you loved... We got Kima from The Wire. Agree with that. What else you got? I want to know how yeah. many Baltimore street gangs there are that Ooh. only dance and have no Probably. actual criminal activity besides okay. their dance battling. Probably all of them. I would think so. Yeah. I also wanted to know, yeah. they kept... They kept mentioning how what she was doing was illegal, and I can't seem to figure out how. Oh, there's a lot of, like, logic, (laughs) quote-unquote logic in this movie that I straight up do not understand and also do not care about, because it just doesn't matter. Was she she not sort of disturbing the peace or some bullshit like that? It it has to be that. no idea. But I can't even imagine, like, in the hood in Baltimore, like... Nobody gives a fuck what you're doing. Like, even at night or, like, yeah. anywhere. Like, there's going to be no... Like, you don't see any cops in the movie. That's probably the most realistic part about it because, like, nobody's going to stop them. <laughs> like, it's just like... So, I, I, yeah, it's so weird. So, actually, before we go further, before we keep talking about this, let's let's do the, the rough overall plot and let's also talk about our main man and when he's in here. So, this takes place the same city, the same school same as the first like, one. Same, like, district, everything. It's, like, right there, yeah. Yeah. Unlike Ballet Kids versus Street Kids, which I think we all sort of thought it might be, which the first one kind of is, Yes. it's basically Street Kids versus Wannabe Street Kids, which was very rem- a surprise to me. Very reminiscent of the fucking Malibu's Most Wanted Channing Tatum movie. What was it called? Uh, Havoc. Havoc. Very reminiscent yeah. of Havoc. That crew wants to be gangsters, and they're not. And yes. this is what happens. Yeah. So this movie follows a girl named... Ooh, God, I already forgot her name. I watched this movie last Andy. night. Amy? Andy. 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 Yeah, Liam got it. She is, I think, like Channing in the first one, either a foster kid or at least like living with... No, her mom, her mom died, and Kima was yeah. her mom's best friend. Yeah. So Kima yeah. became her guardian so she could stay in school and, like, stay in the neighborhood and stuff like that because her only other family is her aunt in Texas, and so she would have had to move there or stay in Baltimore with Kima. And they yeah. have a good relationship, but it's also, like, a strict... Like, it's not, like, a, a loving mother-daughter relationship. It's, like, a sort of, like, a strict, like, don't fuck up or I'll kick you out, I'll send you to Texas. No, she's trying to take care of her, you know? It was I, it was her best friend's daughter. I don't think that it's... it's... I mean, it's, it's caring, but it's strict. It's ca- yeah. Well, I think it's like I think she's sort of like at her at her wit's end with Andy because she's like, look, I'm I'm trying, but you just keep running around with this crew, dance battling everywhere. Getting, yeah, <laughs> and you know you're putting these videos on YouTube. It's just it's no good. We're gonna have to send you away from these bad influences. Meanwhile, because you're learning the wrong dance. Meanwhile, if you were like a child nowadays, her mom would be like, whoa, Vicky's mom or something, generating this content to make her daughter Instagram famous. Yeah. Uh, whatever. Different world, man. We used to have to hide the porn in the System 32 folder. <laughs> <laughs> in this movie, Andy wants to dance on the streets, but her mom She's wants to be a She's in the 410 crew. She's in the 410 yes. crew. Yeah. 
area code for Baltimore. Yes. Her mom's like, no, you need to go to school. Kima. So she goes to this like dance club, runs into Channing Tatum. We're going to talk about the scene in length because it's wonderful. Yeah. But Channing basically says, so good. don't screw up your life. Be like me. Go to MSA, the Maryland School of the Arts. You'll have a good education there. You'll be able to dance there. It'll be great. You'll find a wife in real life. <laughs> <laughs> she goes there after a little bit, which we'll talk about. There's a, an internal struggle whether she wants to be you know, part of the 410, part of the school. It's a real battle. Like, we talked about in the first one, Joe, and I don't, and Liam, I want to get your take on this too. In the first movie, we felt like Channing's friends, like, they were sort of a little bit upset that, like, he was hanging out yeah. with other people, but they're also, like, once they found out, like, what was going on, they were, like, super supportive from what I remember. Yeah. Here, her friends are like, what are you doing? Like, no, like, that's trash. You're not one of us anymore. We hate this. They, like, ban it her. felt much more confrontational to me in this one than it did in the first one. I agree. Yeah, I think in the first one, it takes it takes Skinny getting shot before his friend becomes, like, not a dick about it. Or, yeah. Because at first, the friend's, like, just doesn't get... He thinks it's just about this girl, and it isn't really thinking... This is his way out. Oh, this is, like... Yeah, exactly. I was kind of waiting for that scene, right, where, you know just to bring it back to High School Musical you know when he's performing and all of the basketball players come to watch and they're all clapping and cheering along yeah. like right at the end yep. of the movie I was waiting for that and we do kind of get it but it just took so long to get there I don't know it shouldn't have taken your little brother getting shot and dying before you were like <laughs> I'm gonna support my friend yeah true very fair in this one we kind of get the generic version of that uh she poaches missy from that crew yeah missy's like you know what i still kind of like you you're my friend and joins the school team which was really cool i thought that that was like an interesting way to do it because i much like you thought that we were just going to get another like dead person crews come together type situation but they just give you one person from the other crew and they're like okay she'll make all the other dancers better and it worked out well for me. Yeah. Andy essentially establishes, or including Missy, like a ragtag bunch of misfits. Like all the people that like are outcasts at the school, like the girl who yes. doesn't speak English very well, which that seems strange, but like she's there. And like how the is, guy I don't, like, yeah, I want to know how like having an accent and not being fluent in English is like her disadvantage. You know what I mean? Like dance, like yeah. dance wise, it's not like this is like, you know, the debate team or something. This is right. like. Like, she... I don't get why she can't... Yeah, yeah, it was weird. Okay. I liked that recruitment scene where you're going through all of these and they're all, like... They're good at something, but not something that will fit into, like, the traditional school structure that they're trying to do. So, I I like that recruitment scene, but, yeah, I I agree with with the points you're making there. Like, (laughs) Like how was her accent? Not really good at English. Mm. (laughs) Yeah, that's, like... That has nothing to do with her dancing. There's a bajillion people in the world that I'm sure are very good at dancing that don't speak English. So, like, what the fuck does that matter? It's not like... Like, in Pitch Perfect... Perfect. Liam, have you seen Pitch Perfect? I'm, sh- I'm sure you have. It seems yeah, like yeah. those are your kind of movies because yeah. they're my kind of movies. <laughs> I haven't seen it. Yeah, Go exactly. Ahead. There is the one girl in that who, like, can't speak audibly, but she's still on the team. Like, there's the... Yeah, she talks really quietly. Yeah. In that movie, that seems like a disadvantage, but I mean, yeah. she's still a great part of the team. But here, you're right, Joe. Like, it's just like, we're not, like, rap battling while we're dancing. We're just dancing. Like, we're letting our bodies speak for us. Like, I don't understand oh. why exactly what you said why this is a shortcoming, why she's, like, not wanted by the rest of the school. <laughs> I know, The rest yeah. of the school is just, like, a bunch of bigoted assholes, which is not out of the question. It's definitely not. It was just, it was just really confusing. Because, like, the kid, like, the one kid, he's, like, skinny and doofy and looks like the lighting kid. And, like, I guess if he wasn't, like, outgoing enough, he could not dance. And, like, the kid that, like, tap dances, like, and only wants to tap dance, I get that, right? But, like, yep. she just doesn't speak English. Like, she, she has no disadvantage at all. So it was really, I was like, oh, that's one way to throw an Asian person into this mix. I mean, good for them, but, like, at the same time, probably the worst way to throw an Asian person into the mix. Like, it was strange. There's also, 
um, the guy, his character name is Smiles, and he's the guy <laughs> yeah. with just like the teeth. What was his disadvantage? He had bad teeth. Was that it? That's it. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. I just want to make sure I hadn't missed something. There. <laughs> no, it was like it was. He was a really good dancer, but nobody liked that he had bad teeth, so they like, didn't put him in anything. Yeah. Yeah. It was really weird. Obviously. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so then they assemble this ragtag bunch of misfits. They train after hours because they're like they're underground because new uh, Channing, club at the school. Because New Channing wants to dance in the streets. He has he has the the white privilege boner. Which also, for the record, the streets is like the ultimate dance battle competition of street dancing. Like that's what they call it. Like instead of like worlds or championships, it's the streets. streets. Yeah, the streets is yeah. like that night. That what it seemed like they had it once a year too. It's like assemble yeah, it's your crew, deal. you get invited and you dance battle it out that night. But it's only Baltimore. Like it's not like a national thing or yeah. like even like a statewide thing. It's just Baltimore. It's like a local Baltimore thing. Yeah. And the 410 have run have won it like 5 years running now. Yeah. But Tuck, who is their main guy, oh, they give dick. him shit for like being stale and doing the same moves 5 years in a row. So like they're really good at what they yeah. do, but they don't want to mix it up or anything. Yeah. There's no new there's no new new in it. And so then the new principal slash director or whatever of the MSA, which I missed the woman from the first movie because she was really great. This guy arguably the worst actor I've seen in a movie in a long time. Yeah. He's pretty bad. He was real bad. But I kinda liked how bad it was. He expels so I don't here here's where I here's where I lost the narrative thread. Okay. He expels Andy because she's dancing in streets no. or because there was graffiti and she wouldn't snitch or was there something else it's because yeah. he he took a gamble on her and got her into the school right okay and he wanted to make her a classically trained dancer but she yes. he thinks that she's the mastermind about trying to bring kids from the school to dance in the streets when really okay. it was new channing's fault so oh, okay okay what happened was is then you know, they did the fish video and left the fish in Tuck's house, and then Tuck's crew went and destroyed the school, like the dance yeah, like the graffiti and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he was blaming her for bringing it in. Which is, just real quick, a carryover from the first one, because remember Channing and his friends did the vandalism at the beginning yeah. of the first one. Yep, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was kind of waiting for one of the 410 crew to sort of get captured and then have to, you know, enroll in the school to do their community <laughs> service. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Same. So he gets the the principal's mad that she brought the hood shit to the school. Okay. Yeah. And that's why she's banned. And everybody knows that it was them. Like they wanted to do it, and she was actually kind of a little reluctant about bringing them to the streets. Right. But she takes the fall for it anyways. And he's and she doesn't snitch. Gets expelled, yeah. yep. and then Kima's like, "All right, that's it. You're going to Texas." She's like, "No, Fucking I can't go Texas. to Texas." But luckily, we're toward the end of the movie. <laughs> the entire ragtag bunch of misfits leaves their gala event. To well, go that to was her a house. really cool scene. I like that one because they go back to where like they were almost becoming like a famous dance battle crew on the streets, but the school still sees them as misfits. So as everyone's yeah. preparing for the the fundraiser where they all have like dance parts and stuff like that they make yeah. them be like the the wait staff because they have to volunteer but they're also not included and it was yep. like really sad to see them like all be like cleaning up and shit because it's like you know that they're they they have something more they have more potential than that so yeah i liked it i was i was really soaked on that scene they like, all show up to the house right yep. and then they take her with them they go to streets tuck's crew goes basically wins the competition she then total party buzzkill goes on stage and is like look if you guys don't want us to compete that's fine we're going to be doing our thing outside they go outside everybody follows them outside rain battle rain dance battle outside they kill it essentially win streets or unofficially win streets or whatever end of the movie yeah that's it 
That, that, that was that was the whole end of the movie. They do their last, like, their one routine. Everybody gets, as Rachel said when we were watching the movie, she's like, oh. Like, when they're assembling the crew, she's like, they're not going to be able to win unless each one of them gets to do their own specialty as one part of, like, a solo in the routine. And I was like, precisely. And that's kind of what <laughs> happens. You know, yeah. like, you get, like, the one kid does his, like, dance that he did on the steps. The tap dance kids does the tap thing. Monster does all the breakdancing stuff. And then they just, like, throw it all together. So it was perfect. Yeah. Yeah, it was great. I didn't see, speaking of the end, that Moose was going to get the girl at the end. That was a yeah, surprise. Huge surprise. And good for him, because Cassie's pretty hot. So, thumbs up. And they also totally just skipped over the part where new Jenna Dewan, Andy, was like about to make out with new Channing. Yep. And he had his girlfriend with him, and they're just like not... They, they never have a breakup. They're just, like, not a couple anymore, and the movie doesn't address it at all. Yeah. I could be wrong. I thought they started the movie sort of broken up. Like, they they had a past, but mm. they currently weren't really together. That's what... Yeah, that's what it was. Like, they had a past, but they... But I think they got back together. Like, they had just gotten okay. back together. Like, they broke up two weeks ago, but just started getting back together now. And then... Because, like, I always right. assumed they were, like, together, cause just by, like, the way they were acting. But then the whole, like... Yeah. They just, she sees him almost kiss her with the lights, and then everybody's like, yeah. and then she just disappears for a while, and then comes back at the end. It was just so strange. No confrontation at all. I don't know why they skipped that. I think that's why, because I, I, it just feels like the relationship is not a key part of this movie. Like, it's more about the dance and the relationship. Like, the first one, obviously, the relationship is the big thing, right? Yeah. But in this one, it's it's not. You don't think so? I think the relationship plays a huge part. Like, I Andy, Andy and New Channing, you don't think it's a it's a big part of the movie? I'm not sure. It's, it's hard to say. I think that he's her driving force. If he's not trying to impress her by winning the street battles there's no movie i don't know like it feels like because the first one was obviously a love story between shannon and jenna yep. you know a love that transcended time and everything right yep. and this one it just never feels like it feels like there's like a respect and attraction there but it doesn't feel like the driving force is them getting together or them falling in love it just feels like they want to dance more than just like yeah. fall in love. Uh. like this one i think it's more like finding your place yeah like, like the whole point with andy is she's not like her old school she's not doing very well her old crew it feels like she's not really like massively respected in yeah. it and it's it's kind of her with new channing's help kind of recruiting this new crew but kind of just finding friends at last yeah her own lane like she needs to find her own spot yeah. in life that's yep. the whole that's the whole um when she's like be yourself type situation this was a lot yeah this movie the back the backbone of this movie is like being yourself and finding your own place so i can agree with that it's definitely yep. not m as much of a love story as the first one so let's talk about the reason we're here the man we watched this movie for channing tatum in this first scene yeah he's only on screen for about five or eight minutes probably five, like, five, like five to ten but ten is even exact like it's not even, it's not ten minutes it's probably closer to five than ten but it is incredible i watched this and I thought that how many fucking awards I wanted to nominate this scene for. Mm. It's so mm. short, but there's so many awards I'm ready for. Gotta say, I know we want to talk about everything. Maybe the greatest thing I've ever seen in the movie is where Agreed. he trampolines. Agreed. Agreed. I knew you were going to say it. I said it. I thought it was the coolest thing I've ever seen in the movie. I actually went back, played it again, <laughs> and made Rachel watch it because she had, like was asleep for the first beginning of the movie. I was like, you got to see this part. This is so cool. Channing's in this club, challenges Andy to a dance battle. He says, well, he, he, well, win, he has to dance battle Andy into school. Yeah. Yeah. Obviously. Yes. Obviously. That, that's how in Baltimore you fix your problems. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely not. <laughs> 
<laughs> There's a lot less guns involved in this movie than need to be there, but sure. And so he says, essentially, if you win, you can do what you want, but if I win, you got to get your act together and go to MSA. And she's like, okay, cool. So they then go to the dance floor and, like, basically pick up parts of the dance floor and reveal trampolines. Which is the coolest the thing I've ever heard in my life. I not see that coming. Like, I want, I want to go to a club where they're just like, oh yeah, under the floor we have trampolines, and you're just like, what the fuck is this? This is the coolest shit. Super cool, but like, it's got to be a health and safety violation, right? <laughs> There's so many <laughs> If you didn't ankles. know they were there. <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't think a lot of girls came there wearing tennis shoes. Like, you can you imagine a chick on heels just like walks through, the, like a drunk girl just walks <laughs> through the middle, hits a trampoline, and just like eats shit? It, I think that would be even more amusing for me. I actually I want to see that close. Joe, you know what this reminded me of? And I don't know if it made its way to England, Liam, or not. I don't think Liam, Liam do you know, know what Do you know Slam Ball? No. So Slam Ball was basketball, but on each side of the court, it was there was three, like three on three. Five, three on three basketball, but like on each side of the court, there's like four or five massive trampolines, like in the floor, just like in this movie. And okay. it was bananas. I think it only lasted like a year because it got, it was very dangerous. It was very dangerous. All these yeah. dudes were getting super injured because you can imagine like lining up five trampolines on the floor next to each other. It's just like ankle and knee nightmares. But it yep. was just like a league of basketball that was predicated on, they just wanted like the largest dunks you could get. Like it was basically NBA Jam in real life. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds awesome. Yeah, it, w- it was great. <laughs> I always remember Slam Ball. About once a year, I think like Zach and I will look up like best Slam Ball dunks ever <laughs> on youtube and we'll watch like 20 minutes of slam ball highlights Love it. so it was just like an actual proper sport it was on tv for a year i don't like it wasn't like professional like they were i think they were like semi-pro i don't know like, if I don't you know. guys have these or not do you have like we had like arena football or like the xfl and stuff like that too like i don't know if you guys have like some kind of like street soccer that they like becomes a league for a year and then disbands did you ever have this not that i'm aware of but i'm not uh, uh, hugely aware of sport okay yeah, they, we just, like, in America, for, like, a while in the 90s, they'd make up these, like, weird sports that would just be, like, on TV for a year. And, like, all of these, like, random cities would get a team for this, like, strange sport. And then it would just, like, go under because, obviously, nobody was watching this, so. So it's sort of like um, that idea, sort of what basketball was exactly. from. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cool, got you. I'm with you. So yeah. that's what it However, was. But they, but they really existed in America, like, weird things like this. Yeah. yeah. However, nothing in that league is as cool as what happens in this movie, where, so, before we even get to that, again, I'm, I'm still sort of, like, building it up because it's so cool. Okay. I feel like Channing's signature move as both a dancer and a stripper, when he has it on, is to manipulate his hat. Like, he does this, to like... turn the hat thing? Yeah. To slide the hat that is, like, cool in a way that I can't describe. It's just, like... I could never do it. it. I, I don't think I could never do it either. I don't think it would ever look cool if I tried to do it. He's got it, like, real low. He's wearing a Yankee hat. And he just, like, slides it around, and it's super, super cool. He does it, like, in the big final dance scene in the first step up, doesn't yeah, he? Yeah, I think he does. I think so. Yeah. And I think he does it in Magic Mike, maybe, also? Wow. Maybe. It's like his, that's his, that's his thing. That's or the maybe just in my touch. dreams. Maybe just in your dreams, who knows, yeah. <laughs> the hat thing is, it always throws me off. I'm like, man, like, I, d- I don't think I could ever look that cool dancing. And he's not even, like, doing, like, anything, like, spectacular in that part, you know? So it's like, he's just, like, moving his legs and tilting his hat, and it's really cool. But what he's also wearing is, like, a as he was in the first movie, a a baggier shirt. Like, he's just wearing street kid clothes, kind yes. of. And he does yeah. this move where he, like, pulls his shirt up a little bit, and I'm like, I don't know what's going on here. Same. I was very confused. somehow hooks his... Sh- midair. So and he, this all he feels grabs like a this pin. pipe that's just hanging out of the side of the wall. Trampolines up, hooks his shirt onto the trampoline, or onto the pipe from the trampoline. Drops. And 
strips out of his shirt while in midair. And I was like, holy shit. Like, this is our Magic Mike's thesis statement, essentially. Yeah. Like, this move yeah. is the greatest. I don't I don't think we're going to ever get a better stripping scene than him taking his shirt off with a pipe that he just trampolined onto. Like, that is something... <laughs> yeah, you can't talk No, about. that's that's like, when I come up with, like, my favorite ways to have Channing strip in a movie, like, that one is unfathomable even for me. And, like, I come up with, like, the zaniest ways I can do it. It was just so perfect. I, I never saw that one coming, and I was just stoked the whole time. Yeah. I don't know. I, I don't know. And it's a fight, too. It's a dance battle. He's it's having, battle. like, a dance yeah. battle there. So he, he's, like, fighting and stripping at the same time with the pipe and trampolines. It's perfect. The only thing he doesn't do is get shirtless. Like, he has, like, a, a wife beater on or whatever, like, yeah. an A-shirt on underneath. Yeah. So he doesn't get shirtless. But the other three are all here in the scene, and it is chef's kiss of the fingers like it's beautiful yeah I, I couldn't have written a better script for this I don't know how they convinced him to do it but it's fucking wacky and amazing rightfully so he lands from the strip and just gets swarmed by people and I don't know actually there's no reason why you would have seen it but this is I'm gonna put in here this is the picture that I used for our episode art because I was like this is perfect everything yeah. that I wanted uh, step up to the streets just getting swarmed by adoring fans yeah like you're right if I could have done one thing it would just make him not have an undershirt on so he could have come out fully shirtless and just dropped yeah. but i can't you know what this reminds me of because like when before they dance battle the dj's like we got royalty in the house tyler gage is in the building and i was like oh so he is now at the status of like dom toretto in I was the just first gonna... fast and furious yes he is he's he's dom status in the first fast and the furious you're absolutely right that's i was just thinking it like this is his race force like he shows yeah. back up and everybody's like oh shit tyler's here and here's what we find out about Tyler and Nora, Chan- Channing and Jenna. They're still together. They're in New York. He's just here picking up his stuff, hence my little thing intro at the beginning of the episode. Yeah. They're going on tour. And he's like, let me break it down for you. And he talks about how like, how she needs to go to MSA. And then he says, maybe the best line, one of the best lines. It's just because it's so weird, I guess. What? I wouldn't want to battle me if I was a girl. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what that means, but I had a really crazy thought. What if... Step Up is just the prequels to Magic Mike's Magic Mike. Channing leaves Baltimore yeah. to become a dancer in New York. Jenna leaves him. Yeah. He's out on the street there. Yeah. And the only way he can support himself is by becoming a stripper. So this is like the... Were you on any of the Watch the Throne episodes where we linked different Charlize movies together? Yes. Yes, I was on one. It's basically like that, where it's just like it's the shared universe of Channing Tatum, of Magic Mike, of Mike whatever, or... I think that that's my, that might have been what happened. He gets to New York, it's rougher than he imagined. He can't go back to Baltimore because he's royalty there. I think he was trying to come back here to see if he could, like, move back, but, you know, he had to flex a little bit. Everybody was like, oh, he's killing it, he's in New York now, and he's yep. not, and so he just becomes a stripper. Ooh, love it. Anything else we want to say about this Channing? Because, like, then Channing leaves, like, he wins a dance battle and basically leaves the movie, which is really kind of all, like... If he was he was in the movie more than I thought he was going to be, and it was great. Yeah, same. But he goes back to Kima, and Kima's like, I'm still sending her to Texas. And he's like, okay, I worked it all out for you, and just totally lies about it, <laughs> and leaves. And I was like, that's the most boss move ever. I need to do yeah. that more. I've never thought about doing this, but I need to do it more often. Like, you go in, and you just like, I think Rachel does this. She says that, like, it happens in the restaurant industry more than you'd imagine. Like, where somebody's like, I want to talk to the manager about this. And they're like, well, let me go ask the manager, like, what they say. And then, like, one of the waiters will, like, go back 
back and they'll be like, this person's bitching, so I'm just going to pretend like I'm talking to you for a little bit and then tell them you said no. And they're like, perfect. And then they just like go back and they're like, nope, and the manager said that's all I can do for you. And yeah. I'm like, and, but I need to employ this in real life more often. It's hilarious. Oh, I used to do that not really, sometimes, not not too often at Best Buy though, because people would be like, well, why don't you ask your manager if I can get a discount? Yeah. Like, I knew every manager in the store would be like, like we already lose money on computers. Exactly. We're not going to get a computer for any less money. And so I just go over there and be like, hey, yeah, they want a discount. I already know what they're going to say. So I'm just like, I'm, I'm making it look like I'm actually exactly. asking you or whatever. Yep. Yeah, I want to do that. I, I just don't have this experience. Like in the lab, I, it, it doesn't really work like that. Like I can't be like, let me pretend like I'm asking you something and figure it out. But this is cool. It's a cool t- a tactic. I wonder if she, like she didn't even get pissed. Like that never comes up either. I want the confrontation from her calling Channing. Like what the fuck did yeah. she do? Like none of this actually <laughs> happened. But yeah. yeah. Anything else we want to say about the Channing scenes or can I just go through a couple of my notes about other things in the movie that we can get onto the games and stuff? I think that we could just go through the rest. I, we summed up the Channing scene as perfectly as we could. You have there, to watch there it. There is one thing. Yeah. There was a moment, the briefest of moments, where for a second I thought it was going to turn out that the main character in this, Andy, was the little sister in the first one, grown up. Oh, that's a good point. There was, like, there was just a, a brief moment where I was like, is that where this is going? And it turns out, nah, it's just, she just used to hang out on, this, on the same sort of block. Yeah, she's a little, the age difference was a little too much, which is like a hair yeah, too exactly. much for the movie coming out like a year later. But I think that would have been a really yeah. good, you know what, Liam? I bet you in three or four, she's in it. I bet that that's what, I bet that's the plot of like three or four, step up three or four. Ooh. That would be awesome. Yeah. Channing's foster sister yeah. becomes a dancer yeah. and then like, she's the main character in one of them, or at least her character. Yeah, because you have like she does the little dance scene exactly. in the first one, so yeah, it would have it would have all tied in nicely. But yeah, she's just some random. Yeah, too too much age difference. I want to know what the movie's budget for half shirts was in this movie because I feel <laughs> like Andy is in different half shirts this entire movie until the final dance battle where she's essentially wearing no shirt and just wearing like a sports bra. You see, like she's in good shape. Like she's she's not Jenna Dewan yeah. ripped on the cover of Women's Health, but she's like in really good shape. Yeah. But you see her lower, like you basically see her stomach, like her belly button, or like her abs sure. this entire movie. The entire like she's movie. always in like a two-thirds shirt. I want to go to whatever fucking school. I went to all boys Catholic school, so obviously that makes a big difference. Yeah. But where were the girls that were dressing like this in school when I was in school? Baltimore. Apparently, at the art school. <laughs> I needed to join the art school. Every girl in there is constantly naked and very attractive. Yeah. yeah. I was in the wrong line of work. I went to an all-boys school. It's a huge mistake. You did? Yeah, same. That's what I was saying. Like, I went to an all-boys yeah. school, too. We had, like, an all-girls school down the street, but, like, they, they had to wear a uniform, and it didn't wasn't fucking belly shirts. No. I want to talk about how uh, some of the music, the, the dancing in this is great, but the music cues in this movie are kind of terrible at times. Like when in her first dance class, the guy before her dances to some like really, really terrible new metal music. And then yeah. she goes up there and she's got this really weird melodic music because the teacher's trying to be like, no, you're not just a street kid. You're also a ballet dancer. And she's just like dancing street to this melodic music. But I feel like for a movie or for like, like a school and a dance class that should be all about like moving and dance and everything, you should have better music cues than this. It feels like it's just real terrible no, music. This was, this was just like a one exercise they were doing in class that day, which is like he wanted them to dance to the beat of the music. I think it was just to point out that she like knew how to dance like for the streets but she couldn't adjust like speed and tempo to match what she was dancing like she was like very one-dimensional 
dancer. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And that's why we get that like scene at the end where they do the like where like he's like breathing life into her in the final dance number, and she's like killing it with like the timing of it. And that's yeah. like the look. I learned something in school, but I'm still a straight right. dancer. But yeah, I feel like but the, the final dance shit. number two yeah. is like like the music in the final. It just felt like it was all too quiet. Like it didn't feel like the sound didn't match what we were seeing on screen. But they were supposed that to be sense. playing it from the speakers of the cars. No, but it wasn't that. Like, I don't think that was... I just... It, it, I love the dancing. sound editing? Final dance like, like literally great, the sound editing? Yeah. Okay. I can get I, that. I just wasn't into that at the end. It was sort of disappointing. I think that it should have been really loud and choppy like it came from the actual speakers of the car. Like, it was just, like, all bass. And also, what I do want to point out, I don't know if it's a Beastie Boys sample or just a sample of a Beastie Boys thing that they sampled but they say it's the new style yeah and then it's part of the thing so i never know like what's an actual beastie boys original and like what they sample because like i've learned that most of what is in their songs aside from their rapping is all samples yes so i don't know if that's another thing that they sample or original to them but they use that beastie boys thing in this final sequence i was like oh cool i like that yeah that made me happy too the only other thing i have in my notes about this is that i want to read if you would indulge me uh her motivational speech to the club it was, when she convinces them to watch her dance. One of my biggest problems with this movie, before you read it, though, is that her assertive voice yeah. is the same voice as she's like when she's like whispering. She like does. Yes. She has like no like she's like in the club and she's like, guys, stop. She's not a great actress, but she's a good dancer. No, okay, fair. Yeah. The streets are supposed to be about different people coming together. We call this a battle, but what are we fighting for? We're all here because we have this thing we do. We dance. Being part of the street used to mean much more than just turf or power. It's about bringing something new to the floor. And it shouldn't matter what we wear, what school, or what neighborhood we're from. Because the best part of the streets is not about what you got. It's what you make of what you got. So the 410s too scared to defend their title against us. Hell, we'll be doing our thing outside where the streets started. And I was like, oh, shit. Get it. Yeah, that was them down. That was really awesome because she it's funny that the underground dance scene was becoming too commercial for them. <laughs> you know what I mean? They were like yeah. they were like, No, like this warehouse is too nice. Let's go dance in the alley next to the warehouse and everybody's like, Yeah, that's how it should be. I, I liked her speech. That was that was pretty cool. I wish it was delivered yeah. better, but as we said, she's a dancer, not an actress. Did anybody else catch the Jabberwockies in the video? Yeah, they were in there, and the from I th- was it America's Got Talent or n- whatever it was one, one of, of those these. shows. It was one yeah. of these, and I, I think it was actually them, not just like a crew. No, it was them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like with the same masks or something. It was uh, according to IMDb, it actually was them. I mean, it's sort of like in Pitch Perfect too. The Green Bay Packers are in it. Oh, really? And they they sing. Yeah. Well, that's cool. Yeah, you know. Yeah, Second cameo. movie, gotta bring somebody in. Exactly. Little cameo. Make it a little bit different. Liam, do you have any other notes about this movie before we get on to the games and other segments? Other fun things about this episode? Yeah, so, okay, first, yeah. Moose. Was, like, Moose. As much as I enjoyed the first film, no relatable characters. And then Moose comes <laughs> along, and I'm like, shit, someone I can relate to. Until he starts <laughs> dancing. At that point, I'm like, uh, not so much. But everything else about Moose, oh, and like how he gets like that crazy hot girl at the end. But everything else about him, totally relatable. Yeah, he is a very relatable character. I could see that. Shout out, Cat. <laughs> exactly. <Yep. laughs> they, they had to. They had to throw a character in that wasn't like a dance bro for like the kid that does get to go to the movies with the other kids and be like, "I'm that one. Like, this is me." Yeah. I agree. I think that I'm a lot more moose than I like to admit. I, and I liked his relationship with Andy, where he was kind of like, "Look, I'm gonna sort of show you the ropes of the school." And and even she sort of was just like immediately like. 
who the fuck is this guy? He doesn't know how this school works. Exactly. But like, they have this like friendship that forms and she kind of, she's the one that brings him into the crew. Yep. I dug everything about that. Yeah, she discovers him. I'm glad that he became like, I'm glad that other people got to see that he had potential too. That was the coolest part of the movie for me. That like, you get like all of these people and you get to see that like, oh no, like the misfits work too. Yeah. Like th- th- that to me was my favorite part, which is seeing that, that group dynamic. See, I'd, I, if anything, I'd like to have seen more of them just like hanging out and bonding. Cause I, I love my like coming of age breakfast club bullshit Same. type stuff. Yeah, and we do. That would have been awesome. The other thing, Tuck. The fuck was going on with Tuck? Was he... <laughs> was he kind of on the down low massively into Andy? Yes. Maybe. Because I can't he figure tries out to, he tries why... to take her on a date, like, in the very first yeah. scene. Yeah. He's like, oh, are we going to go out tonight? And she's like, no, man, like, I got to, like, go home to whatever, to Kima. And then the rest of the movie is just him being a petulant little bitch about the fact that he got shot down. Yes, pretty much. Because it's just, in the first step up, you have, like, the obvious bad guy who shoots Skinny like boo hiss sort of thing but tuck is just more like insidious in his evilness (laughs) and he's not even like cool like he's like the leader of a dance crew like i wish he would have been also a drug dealer so at least he could have been like evil but like but no he's just like a whiny bitch like you said like he's just like mad that like she's not in the crew or like not giving him enough attention it's not that he like is like a real evil person he's just like petty exactly yeah and then the only other thing so bringing it back to to channing tatum in the first one I kind of feel like he he just doesn't look like the movie star Channing Tatum that that we know and love. He's like a little bit too scrawny almost. Yes. Like he's still, and you can tell like he's still sort of figuring out acting. Like he's still, there's a few <laughs> he's scenes not, he's where not you as can confident see he's, in himself as he gets later on, like especially here. Yeah. I agree. And it, Yeah, exactly. You, you can almost see like the jump between that movie and this movie where it's like, I don't know what films he did in between not the good two. Ones. I, I don't know how to explain it, but in this one, it's like, shit, he looks like a movie star now. Yeah. So between that one and this one, we, we did things out of order a little bit because different reasons. Jenna, but between that one yeah. and this one, oh, I think it might have just been Battle in Seattle, yeah, which not good explains ones. nothing. Yeah. <laughs> right. Okay. He's like a tiny character that's not in, in, a, in a bad movie. Like, I like bad movies, yeah. and Battle in Seattle's pretty bad. Yep. And he doesn't have, like, a big part in it. It's not like he does a really good acting job in it. He's kind of just, like, a glorified extra, to be honest. I don't know how he did it. Any other thoughts about this movie, or are we going to go on to I have the one. other stuff? I have one thought. Go for it. I was hoping this Spanish barbecue was going to be a dance battle quinceanera so bad. Ooh, yeah. And it well, they almost do. becomes that. It's Related close. in a way, not quite, but they do at one point, Just because that just makes me think of Fast and Furious with a barbecue. Yes. At one point, they do call a family yeah. meeting, and I was like, ooh, family, okay. But I wanted, I, I so wanted to be a quinceanera. I really, I don't know why, but I felt like it should have been. But it, it gave me a lot of what I wanted from a quinceanera, but that's, yeah. that was just all I was thinking of. Okay. Our first thing, we're, we're mixing the games up here in order a little bit. The first thing we're going to do, because I think it, we're, it makes sense to do this right after we talk about the movie, watch the trailer, trailer game, first up. Okay, let's do it. By the way, this movie is streamable on Netflix, at least in the U.S., so if you want to watch this movie, go watch it. Uh, you can basically just tune out while dancing isn't happening and still enjoy I don't think most so. of I don't think you so. You don't think so? No, I like the plot a lot. Well... That's that. So in this thumbnail for this movie, uh, Channing is in the thumbnail, so like they, they know exactly what to market to. If you search Step Up 2 trailer on YouTube, this is the second hit. It is from Step Up Movie, has 3.5 million views. Step okay. Up to the Streets, 2008 movie, official trailer, Robert Hoffman, Brianna Evigan. So Liam, if you, you guys are ready, let it buffer a little bit and I'll let me know when you're ready to play. We will count it down. We will watch this together. Yep, ready. Okay, go. Joe? I'm All ready. Right. 
Three, two, one, play. And here we go. Okay. Lots of preview. Lots of green preview, yep. Okay. Oh, Channing. Fr first, first person in the... Oh, Back so much off Channing the stage. in this trailer. I'm ready to step up. I'm Man, this, move, this trailer is making it look like it's all Channing. It is. Because this trailer There's is all Channing. a lot of Channing in this. Oh, trampoline. All grown up now. Yep. Okay. And now... Oh, you say like it's all up to you now, so... No, you said like, you're all, right. all grown up now. Oh, you're all grown up now. Okay, yeah. so now... Andy. 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 So she's dancing, she's doing sexy dancing, but she can't match the thing. It's just not appropriate. Yeah. Jeez. Jeez. New Channing. New Channing. Who does get shirtless? He does. He's, he's kind of like Moose. Channing. He's Channing without the charm, though. You know what I mean? He's like more douchey yeah. Channing. Well, what I like about it, Joe, is comparing it to She's the Man, that, you know, Channing becomes this guy, and then that one, you know, he be uh, Channing become or he becomes Channing, essentially, in Who's Dating Amanda Bynes. You know, that's a passing the torch two different ways in opposite directions. True. Okay. Then I feel like this trailer is terrible. It's pretty bad. Yeah. This doesn't make me want to seems... watch this movie at all, and I really enjoyed this movie. It seems slow. Yeah. Yeah, it does. Rain dance already. Really to the next stage. You are risking everything. Uh oh. Let's do this. Yeah, and it makes it seem like there's a lot more dancing than there was too. It's all dancing in this. Yeah. Oh man. Okay, lots oh, of dancing. The Kinsiera dancing was great though. It was. This is there's so much dance sexual tension in this. I think that uh, dance where she's in the white dress at the Kinsiera. I think that's maybe what the poster is. Ah. I think. There's a little pre-twerking going on there. Yeah. Can you see that? If we would have... Channing falling yeah. into the trampoline. That was a cool move, too. I like when he gets punched and falls into the trampoline. MySpace.com slash Step Up Movie to see exclusive content. They definitely they definitely dropped a MySpace reference in the movie, too. Yeah, they did. The soundtrack for this one was amazing, though. I really liked all the, the songs that they used. The songs were good, except like when they were dancing, like it wasn't great. Like A lot of the songs, when they were dancing, like it, it sort of got... Uh, not always when they're dancing, but like I feel like this, the music not during dance scenes was on average better than music during dance scenes. Yeah. They put in yeah. one of my favorite songs that I didn't think that like was it was never really a huge hit. Scarface's girl you know when he like drives her back to the hood and he's like pulling up and they they're playing that song. I was just like, "Oh my god, I love that song." Like, I thought this was like <laughs> such a deep cut and like Step Up 2 has it. Like, damn. Okay. That's why this movie's the greatest. Yeah, it was awesome. Okay. So trailer looked shitty. Trailer was not great. I really not liked great. the movie and the trailer looked really bad to me. Something that the trailer just made me think of though. Is it a bit odd that she has the audition scene where she's trying to get into the school and you've got like a couple of random people, the director and then Chase and Chase is, like, way into her. I didn't realise for maybe, like, the next five minutes that Chase was just a student there. He's not just a student, though. He's he's, he's just a student, but his grandparents, like, paid to build the school. So yeah, that's what, but, like, I, yeah. is, it, is it a bit weird that he's sort of, like, let's get her in this school? Oh, you're, like, on the board auditioning Because on the down low, I super want to bang her. Yeah. Yeah, but no. Although the movie does set it up because the movie is, like, he, he says right before that that, like, all these ballet dancers are boring. I wish somebody had more life. And she yeah. comes on and does the opposite of what she, what they've been seeing. So not only does he want to bang her, but like it also feels like that's the kind of thing he that was he's looking, looking for, for, anyways. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think that he's okay. just like the voice of the new age. It just happens to be a student. They brought they bring him in to be like, no, this is like new and hip, but he's also a student, but he's 
he gets that position because his grandparents or parents or whatever built the school. So yep, I hated the director as well. Like director Blake, he was just... oh, he's terrible. Yeah, he's the worst. Yeah, real, real bad. Absolutely worst. Real, yeah. real bad. We cool. need David Cross from fucking She's the Man <laughs> to be the director. Yep, <laughs> that would have been awesome. Google game. Okay, so I'm gonna Google Channing Tatum Step Up Two scene. There's a couple different ones that are, are sort of that, that might work so okay. liam i don't know if you remember this from sharpay uh just googling shannon tatum step up to he does just just, just yeah, what the autocomplete is and then we try to guess what the yeah. autocomplete finishes at yeah okay cool uh, i said scene scene is number four there's also like trailer full movie youtube yeah dance scene is number one okay that's mm-hmm. what i meant I, I knew it was gonna be dance scene yeah. from the movie but yeah so that's the... that's basically the first five there's another four or five that you can get yeah yeah not year no hat no Nothing clothing trampoline. related, which I'm sort of surprised. No trampoline. Flip. No. Shirt. No, nothing you said clothing, no clothing related. Fuck. Jenna? Jenna Dewan, number Ooh. seven. Channing Tatum, Jenna Dewan, step up two. And also, related, number six, Channing Tatum, wife, step up two. Oh, okay. That was a good one. Damn, what is it going to be? In? <laughs> like, <this> question mark? <laughs> Cameo in is number eight. Yes, good one. Okay, cool, 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 cool. Nice. And the nine and ten are sort of generic. I don't think you're going to get them just because they're so vague, and you might have already guessed things like it. Song and dance battle. Yeah, that that's scene. I count yep. that as scene. Yep. That's what I was talking about. So now, there's a part two to the Google game that we can't play every time that we're going to play today because Liam's on. But this is what I had last night. Because last night, I Googled, is Jenna Dewan in Step Up 2? But before I actually hit enter, and I just had, is Jenna Dewan, it had autocomplete. So we're going to play a game, is Channing Tatum, dot, dot, dot. And I want you guys to guess what the autocompletes are on Google for people searching, is Channing Tatum... Gay. No, there's only there's only three. Single. Is Channing Tatum in a relationship, number two? Yeah. That's a good one. Numbers one and three, I don't know if you're ever going to get, but I want to hear what your guesses are. A dad. No. A stripper. No. Old. No. I like these guesses, though. Keep going. Like, these are so weird. Like, they're both things you could potentially guess. Not that you ever would, but they're not like, they're not like shitty, like, Is you know, Is Tatum, uh, it's going to be like an ethnicity, like Canadian. No, nothing about ethnicity. Damn. Famous. Nope. One thing is about uh, him as an actor, and one thing is about him sort of more as a person. I don't know, man. Is it something to do with like, religion or something? Mm-mm. This is it's real hard. Uh, number one, is Channing Tatum vegan? Ugh. Yeah, that's that makes a lot of sense, actually. And then number three... But why are so many people searching? I don't know. I don't because know. Because people base a lot of their life off of what celebrities do. Like, a scary amount of okay. it, and it's frightening. <laughs> And number three is Channing Tatum in Guardians of the Galaxy. <laughs> so people just think Chris Pratt is Channing Tatum? I guess so. I have no maybe. idea. Okay. Or they maybe they think it's like Groot or someone, you know? Who knows? Or Dave... Uh, Dave Batista. Maybe they think Dave Batista is Channing Tatum. Maybe that's very. Know. That's a very strange question. And like, if I for it to be autocomplete, like a lot of people ask this. What the fuck. And I feel like it's a game we might be able to play again in the future. I just have to check it every time and see if there's different answers. Yeah, I doubt it though. That's fucking weird. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Next game is the uh, letterbox game. A couple different letterbox games. Which Liam should be very familiar with because this yes. is how we found Liam. Yeah, so. how we found Liam. Shout out uh, Derby Stallion, right? Yeah. Yeah, it was. Yeah. yeah. Wonderful. That movie <laughs> bringing people together. Okay. Uh, for reference sake, Mad Max Fury Road has been seen by 254,000 people on Letterbox. Okay. Okay. 254. It's climbing, man. How many people have seen Step Up to the Streets? <sighs> I'm going to go th- Thirteen five. I'm gonna go fifteen. What's crazy is the number it says on Letterbox is thirteen k. Yeah. But it's actually a little bit lower. It's twelve 
892, but you are remarkably close. <laughs> oh, good, uh, good. That is incredibly close, yeah. 12,892. Okay. Okay. So out of those people, how many, if anyone, have it in their top four? Three. I think more. Uh, seven. Uh, numbers higher than both of yours. Take another guess. Really? Yeah. Okay. 14. I was going to say that. Okay. Uh, 17. 12. That's more than I expected, to be honest. Even with 13,000 I could views. see, like... I can see people maybe just putting like the first four step up in there or something. Yeah, maybe. We're, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to find out. We'll, we'll find uh, average out rating too. of 2.8. Me and Liam both gave it a three. Okay. Feels about right. Okay. I would have given it higher. I like this one. So we're going to go to Juliana's profile. She gave it five stars. She liked it. Nobody who has in their top four reviewed it. So, okay. Okay. Oh, boy. <laughs> That's a good sign. <laughs> okay. So her top four, step up two, is number three. A movie called Something Borrowed is her number four. That's with yeah. Kate Hudson and Jennifer Goodwin. Okay. okay. Top two, good luck. One is, is... the other dance movie, not Step Up, but the other one? No, um, it has no, nothing with Save dance the movies. Last Dance? No. Nope. Uh, she's from Brazil. One of these movies is a chick flick, and one of these is a kid's movie. Coco? No, but close. Frozen? Not, you're, you're getting farther away. Up? No, but you're back on track. Big Hero 6? No, you're getting farther away again. Fuck. Wally? No, but you're back on track. Toy Story? No, Finding Nemo. Track. Finding Nemo. Nope. Damn. Finding Dory? Nope. Toy Story? Already guessed. No. No. I don't know. One of the it's one of the newer Pixar movies. What were the other ones? Monsters University. Nope. Newer than that, I think. Yeah, newer than that. What was the one before Coco then? I don't know. I don't know. Amy po- Amy Poehler's in it. Amy Poehler. A voice in it. Oh, Inside whatever. Inside it was Out. Yep. Her number oh, one movie. Inside, out, inside yeah. out. That was, a, that was a really good one. Yeah, that was pretty new. I forgot about that one, but I I enjoyed it when I watched it. Now the other one is from 2004. It is sort of a Reverse Zephantine again, starring Jennifer Garner. Reverse? Oh, I... Oh, 13 going on 13, There you go. Oh. So this is our kind of audience, too, by the way. Boy, do we have a I podcast wanna see. for Oh, her. we're going to do one other one. Drew Schnobelin. Okay. Lives in Brooklyn. Oh. Step Up to the Streets, his number two. Numbers one, three, and four, all very big movies. Okay. I don't even know. Okay, so one of the his number three is one of the biggest movies of the '90s, and I know we did this. We tried to play this game on a previous episode, Joe, and you and Mike guessed every other movie that wasn't it. But again, one of the biggest movies of the '90s. Pulp Fiction. No. Jurassic Park. Matrix. Jurassic Park. Number okay, three. Cool. Okay, good. Number one was a multiple award winner on a previous podcast on this network. Oh, a multiple. A very great movie that I love. Uh, Raising Arizona. No, different podcast. It, was it The Matrix, like Liam said? No, but it's the that's the right podcast. Was so it's a Keanu really, movie, Liam. Yeah, that's another, the, that's the... another great Keanu movie that people love, that I love. Bill and Ted's. No, more recent. John Wick. There you go, number one. So he's got John Wick, Step Up to the Streets, Jurassic Park, and then the fourth one is a movie from the 80s that a lot of people love, has three different endings. Hmm. Has three different endings is throwing me. I, three I different would... endings is it's a very specific answer that I thought was going to give it away, but I guess it didn't. Three different endings. It's also Joe, sort of a reverse version of a game that we're going to play on Too Fast Too Forever in a lap or two. Zodiac. No, a different game, a different segment. That's a, that's a really good answer though. That's not from the '80s, but I was guessing. I'm not going to be honest. That clue does not help me. Oh, but you said the answer. The answer is clue. Oh. 
Clue wow. has, yeah, Clue does have different endings. Clue has three like, different yeah. endings, and if you go to certain screenings of it, uh, you can see all three different endings, or you might just have like you get one of the three. Okay, that's cool. Yeah, I do want to point out one other thing on Letterboxd though. Clue. While we're here, it's a great movie. When you write a review of a movie on Letterboxd and you like other people's reviews, it shows who you like, which which reviews you like below yours. So I went to Liam's, and Liam liked mine. He liked this other one. Liam, do you know in real life this girl Belle? No. Because Joe, this girl, if she likes us, would be our biggest fan, I think. Really? Here's her review of Step Up to the Streets, a film she gave three stars to. Okay. Hip-hop is my passion. I love to pop and lock and jam and break. <laughs> Someone might ask, is that illegal? Not another peep. It's just dancing. Sometimes I think it's cooler than homework. And somebody commented said, Best quoting sacred scriptures I see, she said, of course. Wait, what is that Joe, do you know what that's from? Best review. No. Liam, why don't you... How'd you not? High School Musical. Yeah. In the um, status quo side. Oh, yeah. fuck. Okay. So that's that's that thing. Okay. So okay. then I go to her profile, and I'm like, what are you all about, Belle? And? Her Twitter name, messing the A in the first le- first name, her Twitter name is Ryan Gosling. Rin Gosling. Whoa! This right? girl was made for us. <laughs> her quote, her bio on Letterboxd, going to upset you a little bit, but if you can't love La La Land, how in the hell are you going <laughs> to love yourself? I think that's the quote, guys. <laughs> Dude, you should go marry this woman. Holy then, fuck. one more thing, Joe. What? Her favorite movie in her top four, American Honey. Damn. Liam, have you seen American Honey yet? Yeah, it's, it's a long film, it's, but it was it's good. It's a long film. We really liked it. Yeah, wow. And then, Holy if shit. you go to her Twitter, she's got 5,500 followers on Twitter. Her Twitter bio, she lives in the UK, so you have to go find her. Okay. It's up to you. <laughs> We're always sending him on <laughs> adventures to go find random people, but okay, go he ahead. Did, he did not find Zephron Lover 19, so maybe this will be better. God damn it. No. Her Twitter bio is says, Hi, Mom and Dad, it's me, Christine. It's the name you gave me. It's a good one. Which is her second favorite movie, a little film called Ladybird. Oh. Okay. This girl gets it. Okay? Yeah, she's awesome. So there we go. Okay, next game, Fire Ass Titles. Oh. Liam, this is the game where we rename this movie to be the high school musical version of what this movie's all about. Like the most generic, vanilla, bland, but still describes this movie, Step Up to the yeah. Streets. I got some good ones. Do you go for it. You got you got one? I've got a couple. I I, 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 I remembered this segment from before, so I wrote something. Oh, okay, good. Drop some. Go Drop. for it. I don't want to go to the first one. Right, I've got uh, Dancing in the Rain. That was going to be my first one. Okay, perfect. Yes. Mm-hmm. 410. Oh. Nice. I think even just simplifying the title and calling it The Streets would yes, work. Yes, I agree. I agree. I, I got, a, I got yeah. a big one. It's probably my favorite. I'm going to blow my load early, though. Okay. Tramps. Okay. 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 Right? It, nice. it took a minute, but you got it. Tramps. I like it. Yeah. Gangs of Baltimore. Okay. <laughs> that's a really good one. I like that one a lot. After School Dance Club. Oh, that's similar to one I had. I just had the dancing club. Yeah. Oh, like the breakfast club. Okay. Yeah. New Fish in Town. Ooh. Nice. Two dance, too serious. <laughs> I like that. I like... You struggle. You plucked a heart cord for us. Thank you. Uh, Channing Tatum's ceremonial passing of the baton, or ceremonial passing of the torch. I had one that's along that line, which was uh, Streets of Gage. Ooh. I like that a lot. Streets of Gage. Moose. Mm. <laughs> Moose gets the girl. Hip-hop to the top. Hip hop to the top. Oh, I like that. Nice guys finish first. All right, let's see if we can do one more. Uh, I've got one last one. Go um, for it. Step up to your surrogate mom, your old school, your old crew, director Blake, your new school, your new crew, the streets. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's it. I can't. I can't yeah, I can't beat, beat it. that. So there we go. Liam crushed that one, man. Yeah, I was. I was playing in the minors. 
He was just crushing yeah. it. There okay. we go. Okay, our next game, next segment, whatever, is the dance, shirtless, fight, and stripping. How will he do it in the next film? Oh. Stop Loss. But before we get there... It's called Stop let's Loss? Review. It's called Stop Loss. I don't know what it's about. Liam, have you seen Stop Loss? No, I've not even heard of it. Okay, good. Perfect. I don't know it's even better. It'll make I it even better. I think it's about war, but I don't know. Okay. That's literally all I know. I did not look it up because I wanted to play this game. Okay, so here we go. Step up to the streets. Joe, this was your guess, okay? Okay. For this movie. Was I right? When we were talking about She's the Man. Okay. New we'll guy see. is main guy. Same movie as Step Up 1, cookie cutter. Same thing. Pretty much. Half point, half point. Like, okay. it's not, like, there's there's more street to it than the first one, but, like, there's a lot that's the same. Half point. Okay. Oh, boy. Channing comes back because he's now a ladder salesman. He does, he still does <laughs> janitor work for the school, an official contractor, and he's a ladder salesman. They're a step up above the rest. <laughs> He comes that's into the fantastic. school, opens a ladder, some hooligan, the new Channing, runs under it, and he says, that's bad luck, bro. <laughs> new guy says, don't tell me about my luck. They fight, push. He carries all the ladders back in from his truck. He's a door-to-door ladder salesman. <laughs> Takes them all out every time, puts them back in. <laughs> After his long day of working, Jenna Dewan is there because they're married. Quarter point, we don't know if they're married. They're still together, though, so that's be- okay. true. He says it's a long day of stepping up. Is the, a great line. He rips off his shirt and throws it across the room. She says, "Honey, I've been balleting professionally all day, but I still have the time to make you this dinner. But before we eat, can I have this dance?" He's shirtless. They dance. That's their cameo. At the end, he gets a promotion. He's now regional ladder door-to-door salesman. She says, "That's a step up." <laughs> yeah. So three quarters of a point, I guess. I mean, I love that, but no like- ladders in this movie, from what I saw. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but the trampolines. There was trampoline. It's like it's very similar. How are trampolines similar to ladders? They they bring you, you they up. Br- a- they get you up higher. They get you up higher. Okay, that's exactly. I, I think it's worth at least a half. A point. No, no, no. Have some respect for the rules of the game. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. My guess: the movie opens with him and Jenna in bed, shirtless, not having sex. They wake up together. So quarter point that they're together. Baby cries from off screen. They have a baby together. He dances his way to the crib, a little samba, picks the baby up, dances with the baby. Jenna smiles like, this is the man I married. This is the man I'm going to love in real life forever. This is my husband. And then you said, this is a scene from Atlanta. This is shirtless and dancing. He gets a phone call. Something's wrong at the school. If you said, and then you said, if, it was, if you said it was Vin Diesel, I'd have lost my mind. <laughs> <laughs> Principal says, Chan, I need you. Something's wrong. He still works at the school. He gives the baby to Jenna Dewan, puts a shirt on, goes to school. There's a riot outside. It's now battle in Seattle. He's in a regular button-down shirt, which is the farthest thing from his outfit in this movie. Yeah. Tries to break up the fight. That's the fight. He gets a shirt ripped. He rips his shirt off. This is of no use to me anymore, he says. <laughs> That's stripping, too. He fights his way to the principal's office. It's all students in the riot. It's the ballet students. It's a race riot. Hip-hop kids versus ballet kids. Channing fights his way in. Principal says, as you can see, it's a nightmare out there. Channing says, I know, sir, but I must resign. He resigns, goes home. The movie shifts to the race riot. Really terrible, not even close, uh, quarter point. Okay. You said, you mentioned Samba. There was Salsa in there, so, okay. So maybe, maybe half point. Still not great. Melissa Lynham, friend of the show, Melissa Lynham. Haven't seen Step Up, but heard our episode. She said, this is all secondhand info. Channing's a teacher at the dance school. 
He takes the new goalie from this movie under his wing. Okay. She never talks to him at all, which is sort of a missed opportunity, but I also kind of get it because this is more about, you know, Andy than him. Yeah. Teaches him all his dance moves. Maybe the first 20 minutes of the movie, Channing dies in an epic dance battle on the streets. And we're like, oh my God, how's he die? She said, I didn't think this through. He'll do one of those moves where he spins on his head, which does happen in this movie, so half point. I don't think he does it, but I still like the uh, the specificity. Yeah. Said, this is so dark, he breaks, he, he breaks his neck and falls over. He's an open casket. He's shirtless so he can be remembered that way. He strips during the dance. Maybe they win the dance battle. Sorry I killed him, you guys. That's the driving force of the new movie. He avenges him. There's a huge battle at the end that he wins without breaking his neck. So, again, half point maybe for a huge battle at the end, but we sort of should have guessed that. But yeah. Melissa wins to the point. I mean, bottom line, we were all terrible guessing no, for this movie. I was. I think mine was pretty good. <laughs> sure. Yours was pretty good. So, okay. <laughs> Liam. Yeah. does not have to be that long. If it's shorter, I would be happy. It doesn't have to be shorter, though. How would you think, in a movie called Stop Loss, which we have no idea what it's about, how will Channing Tatum strip, fight, be shirtless, and dance? It's called Stop Loss. Stop Loss. S-T-O-P-L-O-S-S. Right. Stripping, I think he's. there's, there's just going to be a scene where he wakes up shirtless. Okay. And he has to get dressed. Okay. There might even be a scene where he either is... is wooing a girl okay or trying to like show off to some buddies and he he ends up just whipping his shirt off he's like look is, is this are you not entertained and they sort of oh. say yeah we are actually okay <laughs> i get it where is it at where is this taking place at either like a bar or wherever his buddies hang out like on the streets maybe we guess okay. we guess channing's in bars a lot and he's never in bars mm-hmm. so <laughs> okay. not to spoil anything for you i mean you could, you're probably right but just saying i'm always putting him in a bar he's never in a bar but okay okay so liam you have stripping and you have shirtless you still need fight and we still need dancing yeah okay it's called stop loss so i think he's gonna someone's gonna put on stop hammer time <laughs> okay. and that's when the dancing's gonna start that that covers the stop part of the title I don't know, maybe the girl that he was wooing ends up dying in a horrible <gasps> car crash, and he fights the, the person that was driving the other car. Oh! And that's that's how he gets... Yeah, so, so I like that. the stop from Stop Hammer Time and the loss from his girlfriend dying in a horrific car crash. That's perfect. <laughs> that's perfect. Okay, Joe. Stripping, fighting, shirtless and dancing, stop loss. Stop loss. Yes. It's... A movie about corporate America. Okay. But uh, the movie's like, the title's a double entendre. It's about corporate America and then the look at people that build dams. Okay. In America. And how the corporation is ruining the dam builders union. Okay. In the movie, Channing's professional dam builder. Okay. Like big ones. I'm (laughs) I'm talking fucking... Hoover serious dams. He's, He's pretty much like an engineer, but he's like more of a grunt. He has to go to build the dam... And in the climax of the movie, the dam springs a leak to stop the leak. Channing's like, I'll be left behind. And he, he like, because he needs to, like, hold the door shut or something. Okay. And then on the other side of the door, he takes his shirt off and ties it shut so, like, the women and children can get out. Okay. And so that's how he's shirtless. Before that, obviously, it's just simple. Some part of the dam, he has uh, another dam builder friend that works with him that's not really his friend they're like eating lunch he calls him a bitch and they get into like a scuffle in the middle of the lunch who calls him who calls who a bitch 
the other the other dam builder, like the other union worker, calls Channing a bitch. Yeah, he calls he calls him like he's like, oh, eating cornflakes again, you bitch, or something like that. They get into a scuffle, so that's how okay. he fights. Dancing will be Channing wants to impress a girl, the bartender of their favorite watering hole. It's very blue collar. You guys are both putting them in bars. Okay, you just said to Liam he's never in bars, but again, you're putting them in bars. <laughs> That's fine. And so the I bartender... Mean, at some point he has to be in a bar. Exactly. Right? The bartender is very cute, but she wants to have... She asks him to go on a date, and it's going to be like a very formal dance because it's going to show the dichotomy of him being like a union worker, but she wants to like go and do like ballroom dancing. So he so it's, to, it's step up. Kind of, but with ballroom dancing. So he takes ballroom dancing classes for the date. What was the other one? We need uh, stripping. Or is, uh, I guess he takes his shirt off to, to tie yeah, things. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He he's like, Sa- save yourselves. And he like takes his shirt off and like ties the other door behind mm-hmm. him. It's like, you know, two different doors. Yep. And he's going to drown and die when the dam breaks. Yep. Because he'll be the stop loss. Love it. <laughs> Okay. Brilliant. So my movie, Stop Loss. Um, I'm going to go with my gut that it's a movie about war. Okay. And I also think there's like a double entendre in there that it's about a wristwatch. About a, okay. I was, I was going to go Clock Builder too, but yeah, makes sense. Go ahead. And it's a little... Oh, here's an idea. It is... So you know in Pulp Fiction when Christopher Walken gives young Bruce Willis the wristwatch? He yes. He carried up his ass? Yep, yep. Stop Loss is the movie... About that story. So just like it's how like the Nicholas Cage movie USS Fiction? Indianapolis is the movie about the story that Quint tells on the boat in Jaws. Okay. This is prequel the story of Bruce Willis's father giving Christopher Walken the wristwatch when they were over in Vietnam or whatever. I like how many you you played on stop loss in so many different ways. It's a watch. Yeah. It's a butt plug. It's yeah. lost. Yeah, this is perfect. Okay, Bruce Willis talks about, you know, it's it's the loss of his father. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So, okay. So we open on two young men, buddies. They are in war, right? They both have girls back home. Bruce Willis has the wife and the kid. Or not Bruce Willis. Bruce Willis' dad has the wife and the kid, young Bruce Willis. But he's still over in the, the military, still over overseas. They're both straight men, but, you know, in the throes of war, uh, they have a very tender moment at night. And they okay. strip, they get shirtless. They have sex. Is Channing Bruce Willis's dad in the movie? No, I think Channing is the Christopher Walken character. Okay. So is the sex before or after they've put the, the stopwatch? It's it's before. <laughs> okay, cool. I'll cool. get to that. But, but okay. he loosens them up first and then puts the watch in. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> Joseph Gordon Levitt plays Bruce Willis's father. Okay. So it's a little broke back mountain situation, but Joseph Gordon Levitt, Channing Tatum, okay? Okay. They have a tender moment in war because they know that the enemy troops are, are closing in. They've always been friends. They never really had an attraction to each other, but in this moment of peril, they have this moment together. They strip, they get shirtless, they have sex with each other. Tastefully done, not graphic. It's loving, it's an embrace. Okay. okay. Also in that scene, they're just sort of goofing around and they dance a little bit for each other, whatever. Okay. The whole movie is the fight because they are fighting the enemy. They're fighting Charlie in Vietnam. Okay. Okay. I'm assuming it's Vietnam. I don't remember what war it is, but I'm assuming it's Vietnam. Whatever. It's fine. We then... So I've already covered all four, but then... So the next morning, they go out to battle. We see Joseph Gordon-Levitt get shot, and he goes down. And Channing rushes over to him, and he says, Joseph, I love you. I love you, too. Do you want me to share any messages with your family? And he says, take this watch and get it to my boy. And he takes the watch, puts it in his pocket, but then later in the movie, which we don't really see, but we just know because we the movie starts and ends 
with the Pulp Fiction scene. Okay. We see, we know that Channing shoves the watch up his ass and keeps it there for six years or for whatever, however long. And that is what Stop Loss is about. It's perfect. I have a feeling that all three of our movies is going to be way better than the movie that it is. <laughs> Stop Loss sounds bad. I wonder what it's actually about. I have a feeling none of us are going to be right. I have a feeling, I do think it's about war, but I cannot imagine I'm Wasn't even a Wasn't there a, a time right. that like one of us got way more right than normal? Was Mike Manzi Mike? got like four full points on one episode. Yeah, he was just crushing it, and it was just like nonsense, and like all of this stuff came true, and we were just like, the fuck did he know about this movie? The last segment on the show we do is, well actually, oh yeah, so we have the, the, the awards segment. Okay, so yes. we have to nominate this for the just Channing Tatum Just straight down the awards. line. Just fucking for everything. It's not best film. This is not best film. because no, it can't, It's not Channing Tatum's no. best film. No. It's also not... Best character. Worst film. It's not best of the worst. Not most disappointing. It's not best Channing role. Uh, not worst Channing role. Most fun film. I don't mind nominating it for. I'm down. Yeah. Definitely the stripping. Is there a uh, best song that we want to nominate or no? Soundtrack. Didn't we do soundtrack? Uh, we have it separately, but there's no specific song. No, no specific song, but soundtrack. Yeah. Best Channing Tatum love story we already have from the first one. Best dancing scene. Yes. So Channing versus trampoline. Andy on trampoline. Trampoline. Yeah. Step up to the streets. Best shirtless scene, no. Best stripping scene, yes. Step up to the streets. Pipe strip. Trampoline to pipe strip. <laughs> that was the most badass move ever. <laughs> Fighting scene, it. do we want to... So these are all actual fight scenes, so let's skip that nah. for now. Yeah. No guns in this movie. No. I'm going to nominate, though... Do we want to nominate either Brianna Evigan or Ryan Hoffman, I think is the guy's name, for best or worst non-chanting actor in a movie? Moose. Moose? Moose is definitely one of the best non-chanting characters in a movie. Yeah. Adam G. Savani. As Moose. Yep. I'm so excited that he's in the third one. Yeah. He's in all of them. What else has he done besides Step Up? What else does he need to do? That's his <laughs> career made, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, Truly. He's retired. <laughs> he's also... Oh, he was in that uh, Miley Cyrus movie, LOL. Okay. He was in some movie called The First Time. He was in one episode, at least, of Rob Deerdeck's Fantasy Factory. Oh, that's probably cool, actually. He was in a deleted scene in Superbad. Oh, Oh, I do want to give you a a, a heads up, Liam, that in Step Up Revolution number four, there's a note on his wiki that just says it's a special appearance. So he might have a cameo in that. But two, three, and five looks like he's fully in. Or in five, as the subtitle goes, he's all in. Yeah, because it sounds like five is bringing back a lot of the like main players from the previous. That's the know, best way to do many it. from one, but yeah. yeah, like at least two, three, and four. So we nominated this for five awards: most fun film, best soundtrack, best dancing, best strip scene, best non-chanting role, male for Moose. Anything else we want to nominate this for? Or we think we're good for Step I think Up we're Two. Good. Cool. That's perfect. So the cool. last thing is that we do the last recording, next recording. So since we last recorded, She's the Man, a.k.a. She's the Chan. She's the Chan. On Magic Mics. We released our lap one tune-up of Too Fast, Too Forever. We finished lap one, so we did a little uh, recap of where we were after a recap relap after lap one of our Too Fast, Too Forever new Fast rankings, podcast. New rankings, yep. thoughts after the first lap, see what was yep. going on, yeah. We brought in resident historian Mike Manzi to Boyfriend Material to talk about Gangster Squad, a.k.a. Gangster Goss. Gangster Goss, yeah. And then we brought in Tobin and Islin Addington from the Contenders podcast for, for Too Fast, Too Forever to talk about The Fast and the Furious, episode one. Not quite yet, but soon... For Building a family. Go ahead. Fast and Furious number four, uh, Liam and Liam's co-host Ellie from Nerd on Nerd will be on Fast and Furious. I don't know if you remember this, but you're going to be on in a couple months on Too Fast, Too Forever. I remember. I'm excited for it. Good. Very cool. Dude, the Building the Family laps are going to be awesome because we have talked about the movies 
you know, generally like about the film itself. But in our first Building the Family Lab, we talk more about what you guys think of the movie, the franchise. The, yep. it's, so uh, it'll be a lot of fun. I'm, glad, I'm excited to have you yeah. both on. So. And then Liam yeah. will be back in about six months for Lars and the Real Girl on Boyfriend Serial. But between now and the next movie, when we do Stop Loss, which Islan will be back on for that, cool. we're going to record The Place Beyond the Pines for Boyfriend Serial. We have no guess on that one. Movie. And then for Too Fast, Too Furious on Too Fast, Too Forever, we're going to welcome in High School Slumber Party's Brian Rodriguez to talk about Suki, talk about who roman just because i know he's gonna not gonna hear this i'm gonna shrug his ego a little bit brian is one of the people that rachel thinks is like the funniest like yep. everything that comes out of his mouth rachel just laughs hysterically at so yeah, yeah so I'm, I'm excited for him to be on because i think be great. she'll get a chuckle be about great. it but that'll just about do it for this episode liam thank you so much for joining us here you have your own podcast nerd on nerd how often does nerd on nerd come out every week uh every other week every other week okay cool 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 so what have you guys talked about uh lately what have you and ellie talked about lately the, the next episode that's coming out next week we spoke about this anime movie called barefoot again oh i've heard of it oh oh i think for a college course I read the first two issues of volumes or whatever of the yeah. graphic novel. Well, we, we figured, you know, it's quite a light-hearted, breezy show, so why not talk about a movie that horrifically depicts Hiroshima? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> why not? Because I remember I took out a class called Apocalyptic Visions, so we read two volumes of Barefoot Gen for that, about, you know, the atom bombs dropped on Japan. And then we also read Mouse which is uh, about the Holocaust, but they're mice, I've read so mouse it's more approachable. Yeah. I think I've read Mouse, too. We have the book in my house, at least. There's some There's some real dark, depressing uh, graphic novels out there. Yeah, there are. Persepolis, right? That one's a big one. Now, Liam, how is the attempt going? Does Ellie like High School Musical more than when we talked about it when we were on your episode like a year and a half ago? Oh, yeah, good question. <laughs> I don't know if, if, if you saw on Twitter, but for my 30th birthday... Oh, I saw I, threw, I liked it. Yeah, I threw a High School Musical-themed party. Wonderful. Well, I got, like, all High School Musical-themed um, like, paper plates. Uh, eBay? Amazon. It was all on Amazon and eBay. Really? Yeah. Okay. I had, like, paper cups that were High School Musical-themed, banners that I put up. Uh, I got some Zac Efron face masks that I made everyone wear. That's awesome. So I made Ellie... Rewatch all three films again. Okay. We, we had like a Zac Efron musical day, so we did the Greatest Showman, oh. Hairspray, and the Three Hundred Musicals. Oh God, yes, that's awesome. <laughs> It was like, it was my heaven. It was brilliant. And I think she's coming around okay. to the High School Musical films now. That's awesome. We're getting there. And she also really liked Hairspray, which I wasn't expecting. Oh. With well, Link Hairspray Larkin. was fun, though. Hairspray yeah. was fun. So you can't really not like, I like, as much as it's I don't fun, like musicals. It, it has a message as well. Yeah. Well, also. Racism's bad. Joe, you like that more than Greatest Showman, I think, right? And maybe more than High School Musical 3? Or no? Probably. Just because it was fun, man. And it, Michelle Pfeiffer. And Michelle Pfeiffer, who I love, yeah. That's awesome, though. I'm glad that Ellie came around. That's cool. But thank you for doing the Lord's work and, you know, sharing the gospel of... I was say the gospel of God, but the gospel of Zeph. Yes. So thank you so much for being on. You'll be on a couple other episodes in the next, Thanks, like, Liam. months of ours. I love having so, you on. I love yeah. having you come to visit. I love keeping the streak alive of... I mean, for Gosling, it's going to break yeah. it, but, you know, of having you on movies where the star that we're talking about really not in it very much truth thank you for having me yeah i love i love chatting to you guys it's always great fun good 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 well for all things magic mics and all things too fast too forever and watch the throne and boy from material and zach attack and everything go to cageclub.me facebook.com slash cageclub or at cageclubpod on twitter and instagram email us magic mics at cageclub.me we will read your emails at the top of the show now instead of the end of the show so it'll be a much more efficient, speedy process for getting to that part. Yep. If you want to sign up for a newsletter, go to cageclub.me newsletter, and I'll send you a monthly newsletter 
with the best of the best of the what the, sh- the network has to offer. I sent out the first one a couple days ago. It's going to be on the first of the month every month. So when there's a new Too Fast, Too Forever, there's also a new newsletter. So let us email you. Go to cageclub.me slash newsletter to sign up there. But that's about it. So I'm Joey Lewandowski. I'm Joe, too. And that was Liam Underwood of the Nerd on Nerd podcast. And we'll see you next time for Stop Loss, whatever it's about, on Magic Mics. Now the eight those fruits from the leaves of life. Far as even couldn't have been the most deceiving white.